forever. Dog. Warning. The following podcast has very little CGI, which is kind of what makes it charming. It may contain hypothetical buttons with earth-shattering consequences, fierce debate over golfer identities, and little sailor suits. Okay, let's review. No CGI, buttons, golfers, sailor suits, anything else? Oh yeah, have a nice flight. It's Soarin' Over California on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, the only podcast that releases special scents to complement each host's introduction. Uh, So get your phone nice and close to your face if you really want to get them. Uh, And you might be, at this point, sensing uh, a full-bodied Chardonnay with hints of apple and pear and a buttery finish. Uh, That'd be me, Scott Gardner. Hello. Hope that's a nice one for you. Uh, Oh, that's kind of dissipating. And now we're getting... uh, What is this? Oh, you know what it smells like is a a six-course family-style dinner with roasted meats, mashed potatoes and gravy, and fresh-baked rolls. That's the preferred meal of a solo adult man on his way to the airport, Mike Carlson. Hi, I'm here. And you're forgetting, of course, the special ingredient to that scent, uh, perspiration, because the meal has to be finished fast. (laughs) So that is the secret ingredient to that uh, delicious scent everyone is smelling right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, assuming you're hearing this early, towards the end of the day, maybe some of the, you know, it's it's dripped away and you're not getting that full perspiration. But, uh, you know, if you get it crisp in the morning and you're getting the scent. Um, oh, and this one. God, this one's a little hard to place, but now I'm getting... Oh, and here, I, I think I know it. I think it's Big Old Blunt. That's Jason <laughs> Sheridan. I was wondering if it was going to be that or like uh, Nathan's hot dog on a flat top grill. Oh, that's not a bad one. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Hot dog water. Hot do- oh, hot dog water. <laughs> getting hot spritzed. dog water and chocolate chocolate starfish. That'd be good for the, the spray effect is uh, getting hit with some hot dog water. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, mm. Well, we hope you enjoy that because that's we think it's the scents that really make this podcast a great podcast. Um, and here we are back from a little break on the main feed and we're coming back with a big ride. Who says we don't do big rides yeah. on this show? Damn it. Whoever said that is a, a fool and a liar. And uh, and we're and we're we have it out for you now. We're doing a big ride. How does it feel? Yeah, yeah I'm mad at you, everyone who's listening, <laughs> for saying things about me and this podcast. Yeah. So, but uh, but uh, you're gonna enjoy this. But just know, I'm mad. I'm. You can hear it in my voice. For you to enjoy, upset. but for us to I'm be upset. Uh, us to be angry for ma- making us stick to the premise of our own mm-hmm. podcast. Um, no, it does. It does feel good. It feels good to be doing yeah, like a, a, a back to basics, a big blockbuster one. But it's also we're doing it like we do it in 2023 with some uh, divisions. Of course, yes, there have to be, which I think is it's in everyone's best interest because it creates more episodes i mean and that's the better way to do it like i could we do a single five hour about all soren possibly yeah um but uh the voices go at a at a certain point and uh our our, our children uh, cry for us yes. uh, yeah um so uh so we'll break it up and but you know what i also think i think we don't have to be so so crazed about the last thing we need here is another haunted mansion style fiasco right so uh let's just why don't we just we'll talk for 
90 minutes to two hours. We'll see. Mm-hmm. It'll be roughly soaring over California. Mm-hmm. This is how we've presented the title. Right. But we don't get through all this. So maybe some California drips into uh, drips into World or Fantastic Flight or whatever oh, you want to call flight. the other ones. Yeah. Um, did you get to do it? No, it was that not was not happening. Yet. No, yet. no. Okay, okay. But oh I my goodness, so. that cue. Yeah. Boy. Yes. That looks good. What, does it... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to start off underselling what we have here in California and what we chose, but is it somehow better to you than uh, old photos of old aviators? <laughs> old, like, that's the North of Fairfield. Like a the- museum on a budget, you mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, museum that's not a real museum, yeah. Perhaps, yeah. Yeah. Oh, a severe budget, I should say, not you even like, a budget. You uh, like original character Camellia Falco? Is that her name? Yeah, that it's, is. Uh, it's close, at least, it's if it's close. not. The right name it is it's close I didn't prepare uh, but does for, she yeah, no. keep her urine in jars like howard hughes i don't <laughs> think so uh, but do you but have you been in the queue do you know do they address if a uh, camille falco who's in c the society of explorers and adventures maybe she, they do say she keeps her pee in a jar i don't know i mean i sincerely doubt it they got those crazy futuristic toilets in japan so yeah well, but they do she now in, but yeah. she's from the past she's from the past she well, i can only no assume choice. she would have like some steampunk really gig sort of contraption steampunk for toilet <laughs> steampunk toilet <laughs> yeah so you pee in there and the steam shoots out and it powers another part of your plane maybe yellow yeah. steam yellow steam then your then your plane is powered yes. by your own yellow steam yes that's the process that camellia falco invented but we have an original character in this that's true we do Chief yeah. flight attendant patrick and it is a talk legit him. popular very popular character i'd say one so. of the most beloved original theme park now, characters does he play on a simple television set and not a an eye-popping holographic effect uh, or not hologram that's not the word yeah i wouldn't think i don't know what it is that's how eye-popping the effect is but you know we're not here to be uh, jealous of and chase after a ride that we that isn't uh, close to us right um uh but hey it's something to look forward to in the next one whenever we get to world but let's just you know what this will be We'll try to get through California, and if some world uh, uh, creeps in, then it does, and if some California creeps into the other, because it's all one thing, ultimately. Yeah, the ride itself isn't really that different. No, and and thank God, because I think when there was a redo, there were some basics that you don't want to lose. I didn't want. I wasn't ready to lose Chief Flight Attendant Patrick. Right. I wasn't ready to lose the score, or at least the basis yeah, of yeah. the score. So I, it feels like they know what this franchise is what are the th- the things that make the franchise the franchise yeah you know? i mean there was definitely a period of time in the park where they could have replaced the score with a red hot chili peppers track um just to see what it would be like but they didn't do it and i don't think that's going to happen now well they frankly. got they got letters about i'm sorry well they got one letter about it uh signed michael carlson but, yeah um i guess the one letter wasn't enough to- I, I i i synced up uh three different uh tracks from Red Hot Chili Peppers Stadium Arcadium just to show them what it would be like. Mm-hmm. I enclosed that in a hard drive that I sent in a letter. The, the bomb dr- squad immediately <laughs> blew it up in a controlled explosion. They knew what it was, too. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't think it was a bomb. That's why, yes. <laughs> they knew what it was. Sir, I'm not seeing any actual bomb capability. No, 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 no. Uh, That's not what this is about. Blow it. <laughs> it's a different kind of mission. Yeah. We're sound guarding guys. <laughs> Destroy it. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, they kept the core stuff that we like. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's core stuff, I will say, I like a lot. 
I'm a big Soren person. I don't I, now. This it'll keep it interesting if this is like a debate episode. I don't know if you guys are not as hot on Soren, but I'm <laughs> I'm pretty hot on Soren. Uh, this is a good question because I I am hot for Soren, but as far and Soren is an e-ticket. I would say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think sure. you'll find any debate in that respect. About e-ticket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as far as the e-tickets, I do feel like maybe it's the one I go to the least. Sure. Of all of them. And I was trying to analyze why that must, why that might be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so I don't want to say, I, I feel a little bit wrong saying I'm so hot for Soren when it's not something that I go to every time I'm there. I don't make a point to try and do it every time. I don't know if I do either the i think it's one where you gotta you gotta watch that line pretty hard oh for you got sure, and yeah. this is a struggle i think it's had the whole time i think in the early days in california where it was the only good thing to do in right. california adventure that wait time is getting way up there inordinately up there and it's not the it is not the most interesting line no there's things that i love in the line sure. but you know how it there's it's a line where you might get stuck in the same spot for a good stretch of time and the spot might be a little bit claustrophobic yeah not as opposed to i would essentially wait any amount of time for radiator springs racers especially in single rider which moves pretty because it's just a nice place to be this is one of the e-tickets where i might say the line is not necessary to do once <laughs> Wow. Wow. Because you're not, what are you missing? <laughs> wow. Right? I can't believe my ears. <laughs> I, I'm not, so there's one I'm saying I've out of all the like e-tickets. Because like, yeah, what are you missing? You're missing like the theme from Apollo 13 played for a couple yeah, minutes. Yeah, for the, like the natural. Some the of them natural, aren't even like about Right, is there like American like president or something playing yeah, yeah, the soundtrack so. for that? Just generally stirring music yeah. you and get to hear. That yeah. wasn't all made for this. I think, tra- I saw Dragonheart. I think there's one song at Dragonheart that is played at most theme parks. Yeah, and in yeah, my yeah. experience, a number of miniature golf courses. Is that really? Because it's just, <laughs> what? it's Multi- very you've been stirring. At multiple miniature golf courses that play a Dragonheart theme. I, I, well, there's two next to each other um <laughs> wait a minute that's wait. that doesn't count next to each other which I one hear which across one? the country well, ocean, no i'm thinking of the one at ocean city maybe castle park played it at some point that too. sounds like an emotional round of golf it mm. is because they do like the pirates of the caribbean because it's a pirates themed golf okay. course and then it's just a lot of movie orchestral yeah. themes mm. and it is emotional because then you're thinking about everything johnny's been through <laughs> The way he's been run through the well, middle that's true, unfairly, yeah. and uh, and you're remembering the cologne you're currently wearing, the Dior cologne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you start crying for Johnny, and then the tears kind of mix up with the cologne that's all yeah. over your, your body and mm-hmm. face, and your chains, the wallet chains, the five wallet chains you have on <laughs> are dragging oh, you and as a you down. walk. Those like whip around, and that yeah. that smacks the cologne that's soaking right. it all over you. Don't get one of those tangled in a putter. You're gonna be there all day untangling <laughs> that bad boy. <laughs> Whoops! Whoa! You yeah. fall into the lake. <laughs> wow! So Dragonheart at a miniature golf course. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, yeah. No, I I, I hear you. Because you get all... putty still. You still get Patrick. Uh huh. Well, is this one of those situations where I, you know, if you could just get put there, then you, which I can't imagine how you get in the ride without having to watch Patrick. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, you might skip. It's a skipper. It might be a you don't have to do it ne- at all. I don't think you ever have to do it. Wow, <laughs> it's it's validating for, for me Land and maybe you, that Disney there are World. any examples of this. Too. I don't think that's Soren Fantastic Flight though. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that thing was a that mass, seems looks extremely like a worth doing. Yes. Yes. Well, yes. Uh, Disney World, I was I, I did it a couple of years ago, and we had like extended hours, so we walked through the queue and like walked right on, and it's mostly just. Glowing blue walkways. Yes. Now, yeah. If di- I'm not saying the queue is good in Disney World because I really have only done it once or twice, but mm-hmm. at the very least, you're walking in an old Epcot building. Yeah, you're walking in an old Epcot building, and I think those glowing blue walls kind of add to the vibe. Like, the vibes on this ride are very good on the ride itself. Yeah. Extremely. That's maybe the, the big selling point. I think of the it. big selling point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So there's like a there's like a sleek simplicity, I think, to the Epcot version. Yes. Well, this is, you know, maybe like de- debating the cues can be part of I figure that we can sort of save debate until we've heard both sides. Oh, we sure. heard okay. the plaintiff and the defendant. <laughs> right, right. Not right. to define which one is which in this, but let's well, you know, we hear all sides and then in closing arguments in number two we can talk about mm-hmm. maybe you score some points for a for a better cue. Uh, sure. Well I will well can I say this about the cue? Go sure. ahead. Um I the outside is pretty brutal. Um, yeah, it's just kind strictly. of nuts. The outside line. The outside line. Because I like the outside of it. I like. Oh, like, I like the exterior. Don't get me wrong, but the switchbacks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Are just yeah. kind of nothing. That's why I don't always do it. I think you don't yeah. want to get caught in switchback land. I like the old aviators, the old planes, and the old aviators and stuff. But it is kind of like on a slant downwards. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little awkward to like comfortably. You're like shifting your weight a lot. I you might feel not like. be very close to those pictures either. You're yeah, re- you're not you're very them close. From a distance. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, in the, muse- the museum aspect of it, yeah, it does feel like a museum that's maybe going under, maybe selling off bits and pieces. Underfunded museum. There's one room open and they just took some pictures and threw the blurbs (laughs) under because they had to sell all of the actual artifacts. Yeah, uh, at times, you think they would have gotten an influx of of support when it switched from Condor Flats to Grizzly Peak. Nope, this museum's still going under. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the city didn't help, the county didn't help. Grizzly Peak Airfield for the completest. Grizzly Grizzly Peak Peak Airfield. Airfield is not any Condor Flats anymore. Uh, no. Now, okay. Uh, the, we're in the weeds. The weeds are good. We should be in the weeds. Okay, we'll get but out to of make the, we'll this die. a mildly accessible episode for okay. two minutes. All right. Well, this try. is the ultimate ride. I think where you know that, like, uh, you know that this ride is a hit with with regular folks. A great, a big ride, a great ride for people who don't go to theme parks all the time. And you know that a lot of people who don't. Uh, you know, stay there mentally and make this their whole lives. Mm. They go back home, they describe it to their <laughs> friends, and they say, it's, you know what I really liked was the hang gliding ride. And that's basic, that's mm. the sum total of what we're talking about. This is essentially the hang gliding ride. Right. A simulated trip through the air where you get to uh, kick your feet and it's fully immersive and you see beautiful sights. Uh, today, more often, you will see uh, sights of the world. You will see the real Matterhorn and mm-hmm. the Eiffel Tower, depending on where you are. Uh, but as it started, it was uh, Sights of California, and it was really the ride that tied California Adventure together. Um, 
that's one way to put it. That's the positive way to put it. The negative yeah, way to yeah. put it might be the only good ride that California mm-hmm. Adventure oh, had. The saving grace of the whole park. Yeah, yeah. Might not be around were it not for someone. Right. Yeah, and it is like, like you said, it, it, it kind of saving grace of California Adventure. And it, it, when you look at all the different notable places and scenery, mountains and, and the beach and... Uh, uh, kayaking through the redwood, it's like, oh yeah, California is pretty terrific, huh? Like, pretty cool stuff here, huh? It, it's almost it. It makes you say the thing that the entire park was supposed to make you say, but even yeah. but then it got it gets muddied by it's because it's some of the same things, right? It's like ah, the beautiful redwoods, but then there's mm. like a there's a big like statue of a goofy bear mm. and there you know like uh, uh and there's like yeah there's water but then it's all like purposefully chintzy carnival rides in a big orange and like yeah. Yeah. i think what i think you were it was probably supposed to be grandeur in California Adventure and I think there is today to some extent but when it opened I think the only the only bit of like true magic and awe that you're getting out of that park is all in this ride. Yeah, I I definitely a place making upgrade uh, in the area when when it went to Grizzly Peak Airfield because I feel like craftsman style, the American arts and crafts movement, always in fashion. Like mid-century modern, always looks good. Pleasant to be Always in, tasteful, sure. very pleasant, you know. Mm-hmm. I like that tint. I like that green that the building Greens has now. Greens and browns. Yes. Better than the kind of mustard yellow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the color of Conan O'Brien's original set before. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Kind of mus- a mustardy set. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Which they made a little more pleasing in, by like 95. This mm-hmm. whole section of the park was very x game. Yeah, <laughs> they feud. Yeah, yeah. the X Games is slow, pretty quickly losing steam around this time. I think too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, the the fonts had worn out their welcome. Yeah. Um, I think let let's say something towards the top here to to quote uh, one of the great quotes in the show ever by a guest, Matt Apodaca, uh-huh. who said. Uh, this is a, a ride that moms love. It's the Josh Groban of rides. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a great quote, a quote that bears repeating, and that really, that really says it. I think that that it's that it's a it, that makes it. I mean, sure, that makes it sound lame, perhaps. Sure, unless you're a big Groban head. Uh, but I think it's like um, it the, the fact that it is this like. That is this relaxing ride, and it's a ride that your mom can go on, and your mm-hmm. mom will love, and and pretty little kids can go yeah. on it. Uh, I don't know at what age you start being uh, height, height eligible, or uh, but like it is, it's it's a rare ride that has big, impressive, huge technology that leaves you pretty astonished that this can even be done, but that isn't scary or too thrilling. Yes, yeah, so a little exciting. Uh huh. You know, there's wind. You're kind of being moved around a little. There's a giant screen that you, if you sit in the right place, you don't even see the edges. Mm-hmm. It's the gentlest of all the e-tickets in a way, perhaps. Are any other e-tickets gentle? Are any other e-tickets gentle? It I'm depends on. Think. I mean, literally, the e-ticket system. Um, uh, when it was in the park, I, th- I I think by that, like it's a small world, might have been an e ticket, right? Now, but we kind of now define it as like the big blockbuster, and those yeah. are usually kind of action oriented and Incredicoaster, Guardians. That's interesting. Do a recap: Space Mountain, 
Um, Big Thunder. Radiator Springs, which Radiator some of Springs which is gentle, is, but then, then you get fast and you get mild drops. I don't know. Is Big Thunder an e-ticket anymore? I almost no. think that's I a think step. Hmm. step. I, that's a sad. Splash was an e-ticket. That's a, that feels like, de- like downgrading Pluto. It's a bummer. <laughs> I why, think it might why, not be an e-ticket. Take- I love it. <laughs> yeah, Do you yeah. think Haunted Mansion and Pirates are mm. e-tickets just due to demand? I don't think they demand. are anymore. Mm. Anymore, I think they, they were are. For, I think you define it as um, scope and scale and entertainment value, and hmm. that, that makes it um, like like sheer volume of stuff. I don't. Think, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to give it to them. Like <laughs> I'm not going to give it to them. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! But Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway ticket. That's the ticket. Yeah. Roger Rabbit. No. No. No way. No. Yeah. Okay, fine. We're all in agreement on that. So Star Tours is pretty gentle. Oh, Star Tours, Star is Tours, a, 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 but a, a, not Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon, not an e-ticket, even not though e-ticket. The, the technology is crazy impressive. Rise mm-hmm. of the Resistance, e-ticket. definitely for, an course, e-ticket. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Pushing to, yeah, I guess the next past. would be F. But you know what? Uh, that's a strange way to yeah, put that's it. Yeah, that's a strange way. Way. Well, maybe well, that you, breaks your system. You skip, yeah. you skip it like the you skip it like the thirteenth floor, and you go to G. You go to G ticket, which is which is Transformers the ride only. End of story. Well, I would. Well, I I like to call it an E ticket for emotional ticket. E ticket for your heart. Yeah. H ticket, heart ticket. Um, here's another big thing generally about this ride and any iteration of this ride. Um, it is a, it's non-IP. It is non-IP and, and, and like a big popular ride that is non-IP. Mm-hmm. But then also it's not original IP, which is something we're starting to depart from the idea that this will even happen again. Yeah. Because what we, you know, you're, you're like, I don't want it to just be characters from the movies and Marvel. P, you know, I want it, I want it to, that there's somebody like shows up and like, I'm Professor Hogbottom and I'm here to, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that, you, you picture that with original theme park IP, oh. which would be great. That's what we want. But yeah. I don't think we're getting it so much. Never. So Again, this yeah. is like a way it's it's it is neither uh it's just not ip at all it's not existing ip and it's yeah. not original theme park ip it's about vibes to go back to what Jason it is, yes it's about vibes and it's got yeah like the closest thing i was thinking about this too is and does this play into like it doesn't have a ton of personality or personalities other than patrick yeah the ride itself is very straightforward in a lot of ways versus a lot of the other rides or almost all of the other rides it's kind of rare okay we said you know we're talking about original characters and yes there is patrick and you could do a toy of patrick you could oh, do yeah. a you could do a funko pop I think of there him was or a, a park star it was a vinylmation of him maybe but not a park star okay oh that's good i should get okay. i could be wrong um but but you know you would still have to squint at that what is that that's not yeah that's not figment or uh I don't know. Um, but what else Dream is it? Finder? Big, I don't know. Uh, yes, yeah, yes. Mainly those. <laughs> Leonardo Columbus? You don't come out of it, yes, thinking of like the great iconic character like Leonardo Columbus. <laughs> um, but it shows you that's okay. I, You know, it, it feels like in that sense, like the updated version of maybe original, you know, people probably went to Disneyland in the early days and we're just, we're wowed by uh mind train through nature's wonderland or, yeah. that, or just, or being on the, the canoes of the Mark Twain uh, uh, that, you know, you start to think rides are where you meet a character and he gives you a mission or whatever. Uh, but this isn't that. And um, it, it proves that that works. Yeah. And it's definitely like, it's, it's in the tradition of like dream flight or even like circle vision or all these different things. Yeah. That were presented much more straightforward 
mm-hmm. versus having Professor Hogbottom show up <laughs> and dust his coat off or like, ooh, caught me at a bad time. <laughs> Which, oh, by the way, we're fleshing him out and he's great. We're going to have to flesh out Professor Hogbottom. Uh, but for it's sure. He's, yeah, like, I think he's debuting a new contraption and of he course. needs your help. Yeah. If I had to guess what's going on with Hogbottom. I don't want to push too far. Mm-hmm. I feel like something's maybe going to go. Not quite right with that contraption. Okay. You think Hogbottom hasn't uh, dotted all the I's and crossed all the T's, maybe? Is that I a little eccentric? I think we're either going to be chasing that contraption, or we're going to be on the contraption, he's going to be chasing us to try and stop it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I think that's right. Oh, boy. Well, I hope uh, I hope he's up for the task, and mainly I hope I'm up for the task. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. So let's let's talk some history, mm. how this thing ends up in the park. Uh, kind of an elongated history to it, seemingly. A history predating California Adventure. It seems like they were maybe talking about this for Disneyland proper. I don't mm. know. Uh, where or for what purpose? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can you can catch the original working title Ultra Flight. Oh, that's the coolest. There. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. good. But <laughs> is it, it better? It's better, but it doesn't. It's not better for the ride that they made. No, because no. Soren is. By the way, wait. Is it okay? In some, there's definitely Soren. Is it always Soren apostrophe? Is it always kind of that relaxed? Oh, oh I know. Slangy. You mean on each coast? Uh, no, in other countries, it's got the G. I see, I see. But here in, but okay, but it is Soren over California. In, it's Soren. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Florida and around, California, it's Soren. Around the world. Okay. What, that kind of. That's, Casual. That, that's a little chill. Yeah, yeah. That tells you but what that's, you're in for. That's the right title for this. Ultra yes. Flight is a cooler ride. Ultra Flight, yes, is probably way more futuristic and yeah. kind of gets psychedelic or Rainbow yes. Road. I would love to go on Ultra Flight. Ultra Flight is not relaxing. I don't want that to be. It, well, it depends. It could be relaxing in that like like vapor wave or whatever way. Sure. It could be relaxing until something goes wrong. Yeah. Well, it could because be that too. Professor yeah. Hogbottom. <laughs> didn't calibrate the instruments yeah. correctly. Does he fit? Is that too Tomorrowland of a title and is Professor Hogbottom too Frontierland of a character? Mm-hmm. Or do we think this could all tie together? I mean, Dreamfinder's in the future world, so uh, mm-hmm. could be. I yeah. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I, I think, I think we can. Yeah, yeah. Because there's different Tomorrowlands, there's Discovery Bay, and there's... You know, sort of the more Jules Verne Tomorrowland in Paris. It mm-hmm. could be a more, this could be a more steampunky uh, premise. Yes, correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ultra if, Flight to me, I don't know. It feels like in the, whatever the Tronified Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you picturing, is it like kind of an outrun? Like you're, you're traveling over a grid and the way those grids have like the, uh, like the mountains 
way in the distance. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? That kind of like I, yeah, maybe almost. I, to me, it feels like going. If you've ever seen, there's these great like long mega mixes, and it'll be like Japanese city pop or something on YouTube, and they've got such like a cool like anime background that like loops. It loops, yeah, and it's just kind of this like you gotta get like hypnotized by it. Mm-hmm. It's some version of that, I think. I buy just, your premise that Ultra Flight is the first city pop ride. Oh my god! I'm willing to commit. And if Hogbottom fits idea. in this, he does. And he already does it. But uh, I don't think Disney. Hey, if they, they never builds it, I don't think they can lock that title down. That's true. Or it's going to yeah. be up for grabs at some point. That's true. So yeah. Let's if, keep Ultra Flight in mind. If for Blue Skying, I was kind of imagining. If we're thinking about when, like the the late '90s, it seemed like they were working on Ultra Flight. I'm thinking of in hackers when they're zooming through the internet. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the internet is like fake computer cities. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's Which, also I, I now know from uh, just watching it for some reason that's also the beginning of You've Got Mail. So, oh, oh okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So look, watch the first two minutes of You've Got Mail if you want a good sense of what Ultra Flight would be like. Yeah, it's yeah. a digitized kind of a circuit version of New mm-hmm. York City, man. Yeah. That's cool. The ultimate cyberpunk movie, You've Got Mail. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) subversive, yeah. (laughs) Um, And they introduced the ride. Hi, I'm I'm Kathy. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm James Fox. Is that it? Uh, I just watched it and then I remember. That's funny. Uh, um, A very pleasant vibes-based movie. Yeah, yeah. Good vibes on that. It hooked us more. We we put it on, like, let's put it on because it's stupid. And then by the end, like... God, I hope they get together okay. I hope when she figures out it's him, she's not mad. <laughs> we, we were pretty shocked. I've actually never seen it. Uh, check, check it out. Hey, it's on Max. It. It's on your dumb. home for... It sounds dumb and I'll hate it. <laughs> <laughs> easy, Ultra Flight. Easy. <laughs> I only mean, like cool shit. Watch we, it with Lindsay to make fun colors. of it. Yeah. Not because it'll bring you together as a couple. Yeah, good. Um, good advice. Um, but so the ride here, it's, I think this is one of these, like we have an idea for a ride and we want to simulate hang gliding, but now let's get into logistics and the logistics, we're getting them down. How does this work? It seems like Uh there was, um, they, they talked about how they wanted it to be a dry cleaning type mechanism, uh, uh, you know, like the big belt that, uh, your clothes go on and that that's still tough for me to picture, but that somehow like big chains kind of like swing you out and then you're enveloped. But imagine with that, that it's more like Simpsons ride back to the future. Yeah. It's three mm-hmm. levels. And we've all been in irritating delays on that. That ride takes for the either iteration of that ride takes forever to oh, yeah. to take off, and then you're staffing every level of uh, of that ride, and yeah. it's a very slow load. So that was, I think, getting them down logistically. Uh, how do we possibly like you know the boring stuff got in the way, right? So it got kind of sidelined until an Imagineer rose to the occasion. And did something that will be a story in every Disney special that goes behind the scenes from now on. Yeah. Uh, Their five timer. This is a, a now a Disney special five timer, but I celebrate it, and I will look forward to watching it every time. Uh, uh, I, I will always watch when the little demonstration is done. Mm. Does anybody else want to explain this, or, or, or should I? I uh, do. You have his name, Mark Sumner. Mark Sumner. Yes. Uh-huh. Reclaiming the name Sumner for good, <laughs> away from the clutches of uh, 
Uh, weird, weird old foot rub fetishes. <laughs> uh, Elderly uh, pervert. <laughs> From now oh, on, when you hear the name Sumner. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, no. Please explain the Erectorset story. If we get him started on Sumner, we're, we're never getting out of here. Erectorset. That's a, yeah. that gives me That's the machinery that I've makes got it. my own Erectorset at all Oh, no. Dr. Hogwash's contraption has been taken over by the ghost of Sumner Redstone. Imagineers worked for 10 years to make mine work again, and they finally figured it out. Thank you, Mark Sumner. It was the hardest job they ever did. They started with a dry cleaning mechanism, but it didn't work. It just irritated it down there. They almost had to chop it off and start over. <laughs> okay, now we've anyway. said horrible things. What's the, the actually nice story from Mark Sumner? Because he's thinking about it. He's like, there must be a way. There's got to be a simpler way. Like, he's kind of feeling it, seeing yeah. how we can make this mechanism work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he's got to, he, he, he goes home, he goes into the attic. Um, should I just do it? Or oh, maybe? yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he finds Stare an erector set. He starts tinkering. I love this story it's about Imagineers tinkering. Like, this, this story about Tony Baxter trying to get hired there. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we see dark ride presentations all the time. And then he takes them down to the trunk of his car, and he's got, like, a, a whirly bird, like, a, a Rube Goldberg kind of device, and they're all like, yeah. oh, everyone come out here. Like, Didn't he look make at a whole thing. Mary Poppins ride? Uh, well, that was just drawn, I believe. Yeah. Okay, that's, okay. that's a video online of that, which is looks cool, ah. which I think that didn't get him... That got him on people's radar, but I don't think that got him the job. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. this this sort of like... It, it, the way it's described reminds me of the like Rolly Crump uh, Tower of the Four Winds, mm-hmm. where it's just like a lot of moving, practical moving parts. Sure, sure. So mm-hmm. that's another tinkering story, and this is what the erector, he built sort of like a proof of concept with an erector set of like, what if we we load people in these rows and then we rise them all raise them all up you where know? they are all on one level but then one mm-hmm. big arm swings out but they're all on like different i will be out of my depths as soon as i try to say any specifics. yeah it's hard to explain <laughs> even though i think they I... all dangle down from their uh, they like they the, the each row like fans out essentially it it, go, it goes from like facing uh flat mm-hmm. on the ground then it goes 90 degrees up so they're all stacked and then swings back down it's like a mul- it's like a um it's like a shoe caddy when it's on the floor <laughs> And then you pull it up, and all the caddy little things open up, so you can put shoes in it. Sure, that's yes. the way I like to think of I it. I don't have one of those, and I, I need a refresher of what, what a shoe, shoe caddy is. Jason, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? I know what uh, it is. I don't think you're making it up, okay. but I just haven't had one. It's just, just kind of a kick them under the bed or under a chair kind of guy myself. How many pairs do you have? Like eight or ten pairs of shoes. Okay, you need oh. a caddy. Yeah, I need a caddy. Well, I'm yeah. moving. Maybe I get myself a caddy. Yeah, or somebody can get it for you for a present. Oh, I guess I'm getting a caddy. I mean, it feels like you're volunteer. If you're the one saying you need a cat, it seems like now you have to. Maybe but. or we could start a GoFundMe for his shoe caddy. <laughs> <laughs> that Amazon feels like wishlist? Amazon wish list oh. <laughs> for Jason. No oh time. man, <laughs> no times are tough. No, the economy's not great in inflation, yeah. but there is a guy. He uh, has he not entertained you for? For right. years now, have Does podcasters deserve- started posting their Amazon wish lists? Mm-hmm. And it's all yours is all just shoe caddies. It's all different <laughs> shoe caddies. Well, I gotta try them all, and then I'm gonna return the ones that don't work. Either UPS yeah. store return, it's 
it is convenient. You uh, know? Yeah, of course it is. Um, uh, then you'll need a, a, a caddy for shoe caddy. It's a shoe mm-hmm. caddy caddy. Oh, yeah. We're getting real into the bag hutch territory. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, with this invention, and it is such a revelation when you see it in a special the first time. It's crazy to see if, like a mechanism that you know and that you're impressed by every time you go on, and then to see that this rusty old these erector set pieces perfectly yeah. replicate it. I'd freak if I saw the erector set in person. I don't know the, if he the just keeps real it. Uh, yeah, because it seems like he it seems like he has to keep it so he can bring it out for specials every now <laughs> and again. But uh, if he ever decides to donate it or uh, don't yeah. sell it, don't sell it. It belongs in a museum, <laughs> a better museum than the one in the line. For- it should be in the line. I guess so. They should make a little. Th- I mean, I guess there's no to physical. To him ob- as like a, a great of flight. Yeah, and they can make a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, good idea. Do it, Disney. Take that one for free. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's it's so cool and ingenious, and it helps them load quicker. Mm-hmm. And it really that you know that what that leads to is that you're you get in there the first time, especially you get in and you're confused about what exactly you're in for because maybe you can't see the size of that screen yet it's just kind of that gentle blue which that's a thing i really love i like what i like the that blue before room. i like yeah. the room before anything happens there's just kind of you know it's not a full score but it's just kind of this like uh the, mm-hmm. this hum this drone that's a little exciting and the anticipation's building and the, the specific blue i think is very relaxing and then those lights on the floor and you can always feel that there is there's, there's, i don't think ever a time that you're in there that aren't that aren't new people who haven't done it oh before. Yeah. yeah so you could feel that you could feel everybody going is this going to be a scary one or what mm-hmm. is this um it's all it's it's excited the pre-launch is very exciting the big blue circle it uh, very much feels like a sci-fi thing like we're about to transport somewhere mm-hmm. to me that's like like, like a, like a stargate? stargate or something mm-hmm. yeah um but it is pl- like there's a hum in there it's like mm, just a little hum that gives you a little mood but it's not i guess it, it does it's not sinister but it could that's the closest the ride is to making you feel a little nervous i think it's that's ominously neutral yes, because it's neutral, it would yeah. fit a ride that gets scarier right and you kind of assume that like i know how these things go this is going to be it's going to do something i don't expect and that's going to be scary right and then it subverts the expectation yeah and then the and then the takeoff is a little scary mm-hmm. or you you think like oh well is it only going to build from here but in fact that's kind of the only mildly nerve-wracking thing that happens yes yes it's uh I, it's i wish we've i've i've been on these things <laughs> hundreds of times i don't know i don't think i've been on soren a hundred times but i've probably been on soren like 50 times yeah 30 to 40 Sounds times right i'll uh, tell you what i i've wrote it a lot i'd say like 10 10 15 years ago or so at this point i think when they were really redoing a lot of california adventure and i think soren it would have long waits but especially in the fast pass days it it does eat up like 87 people at a time yeah Sure. Is that? Are you saying that's a lot, or you're? No, no. I, I, yeah, I'm saying that's a lot. Each theater holds 87 people. Yeah, it does. And there's hold... two theaters, I believe. Yeah, because there's two. This two. Yeah. Yeah. Two. I was gonna say though, this ride backs up a lot. Yeah. And yeah. like, even though it seems to eat a bunch of people at once, 
I cannot count the amount of times I'm just stuck in that hallway back there <laughs> waiting. Well, you're not <laughs> yep. wrong, but when the whole park was a construction site, well, it's the only one, the only thing to it do. It was one yeah. of the few things that was like um, untouched. It saved it then too. It's yeah. been the savior of this park twice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just wish I could remember like the first time I ever went on it. Because now it's become, I've become so comfortable on it. I'm so comfortable on it. I even like lean forward in the belt, which is not something because you know me and the legs dangling. This is the most comfortable legs dangling ride. I have no fear on this ride with as far as my legs dangling. I had this question because we can keep doing it in in order and history and that kind of thing. Mm. But in terms of our just basic experience stuff, what are you doing with your legs on these rides? What do you do? You have any like? I know I'm going to be on that thing, and am I am I going to kick back and forth? Am I going to stretch out? Uh, uh, or, t- or do you just sit normally? I can tell you what I do, and this is going to seem like I'm a, the daredevil of the group, and maybe I'm, but maybe I'm not. Maybe everybody does. Wow, a new miser being. Here's crowned. what I do. Here's what I do. I I obviously the first row is the best, and the hot tip is you ask the person if you could go in the front row, and they'll generally hold you for a second. Have you ever done this? Um, hold you, I mean, you can do uh, this hold on every you, ride. Like, uh, like, They'll hold you closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> hold you tight. Long hug. Yeah. Um, but the front row, that's the one where you can't really, you can't see anyone. There's nobody above you. Uh, and then I have the belt, you know, and then basically what I do is I pull, put all my weight forward on the ride. So I'm kind of like going like this with my legs out, use it like with my weight against the belt. You're trying to, okay, it, you're enveloped by the whole thing from the start. Yeah. But then you are trying to, like, get even past yes. your mechanism. So it looks like, so you're just, like, free flying through the air. I want a little float. I want a little float. You're, like, you're like supermaning for. a little bit. Yeah, as much as you can in a chair. But, yeah, that's what I, like, kind of do. I kind of like to put my arms and feet out and try to immerse myself even more. But it is definitely a little bit of a daredevil thing for me yeah if i'm really being honest i like kicking my low legs a little yeah, but you're not leaning not forward for you're just kind of kicking them not really no <laughs> you're, not, you're not doing the cool thing you're i'm not doing, doing the though. thing i am doing you're not doing the brave thing i'm doing no yeah. if i get a chair i immediately figure out how to sit back into it <laughs> how to really get how to really get relaxation comfy. is there one that reclines in the row <laughs> oh, <is there? laughs> i don't think so you're in the it. chair that reclines in this room yeah, sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> if you ever, that's up for grabs. Yeah, you can do you just, it. I'm just, sorry. Just, guys, when you come in for the show, just call shot. And I'm leaning forward right now. I mean, I've gone back that's forward. You got too. very You're excited. Brave again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, yeah, you, yeah I, I like to kind of put all my limbs forward. Uh, uh, I don't know. On the ride and recording. Change um, it up. <laughs> I, I remember going on this in 2006 for the first time. Like, me and my buddy were out here from college, internships. And uh, we, they had already done like the day trip to Disney World, and I had already been to Disney World a lot of times that semester because um, that was one of my main interests: Disney World and uh, uh, going to shows at UCB. Uh, you, and now so, you did say Disney World three or times Disneyland, in a row. Disneyland. Um, <laughs> no, Disney World. Uh, I, I was in Disney World the summers of 2005 and 2006. And whenever we tried to do Soren, it had ridiculously long waits. Sure. Well, so new. It was very new. I had no idea what it was, because if you remember the marketing on, like, billboards and park maps, it's just kind of a poorly photoshopped family and a hang glider in front of, like, the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. 
Doesn't tell you exactly. It doesn't you tell me. You can't make yeah. heads or tails of what that vehicle is necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you know YouTube just starting to catch on in two thousand five, two thousand six. Uh, so it's not like nowadays where you get four K video of rides from every possible angle you could want. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was mysterious. You're saying it was a little mysterious, and when you walk in. the the room with the lights and the blue mm-hmm. glow and the big screen. So you kind of remember the first time you went on it. I, I remember like, oh, I kind of don't know what this is, yeah. but I know it feeling. seems to be the most <laughs> popular thing in this park. Uh, sure, I wish sure. I remembered. I don't know if I remember my first. Isn't it funny? You build up the first. To this. It's going to be this like momentous thing, and then it's just kind of, it's just lost in the pile. I yeah. Know. I need to get hypnotherapy. Just take the pressure off the first. <laughs> it's not uh, a big deal. Also, the, the first time we went to DCA, we had gotten a park hopper, and we did pretty much 90% of the park by noon. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Pretty damning. But yeah. that's the, you missed the old DCA, you said. Well, it was very relaxing. You got half the day reading for you <laughs> and do nothing, you know? No pressure. If you had a, pressure. If you had a bu- okay, I put two buttons in front of you. Okay. One keeps it DCA as is now. The other button changes it back to what it was in the first two years. I'll, I'll monst- keep this, it. Is, this is Oppenheimer. You're a monster. Oh. <laughs> Uninvent this. <laughs> Which button do you hit? You, uh, no I'll one will know. By the way, I'll say this. They'll be anom- anonymous. No one will know that you've reverted it back to original Disney's California I feel adventure. like people are going to know if they <laughs> heard the They'll scenario. They'll know it's changed, but they won't know. They Like, it'll erase their minds, It'll erase too. their it's minds. It's a powerful machine. You'll know what you did, <laughs> and you'll have to live with that <laughs> on your conscience. What does it Conscience. take it back? Give me a year. This is pre. We got no Cars Land. No car. Yeah, pre. All the all the good stuff is gone. It's back to early. You got the what? The, what's the farm called? Bountiful Valley. <laughs> Bountiful Valley Farm is back. Bigger bread samples. Bigger at the sourdough bread, samples. bread factory. Uh, not so your superstar yeah. limo is there. Let me ask: Am I taking it all the way, all of the world back to uh, the first half of two thousand one? Because uh, I feel like not, there's more important I did stuff not I should do. Say that <laughs> okay. uh, the machine can't do that. The machine oh, only okay. it can do is revert the theme park back to its state uh, uh, back it's in that, like, that, uh, those years. Uh, but the Richard the Kelly's time, the box. Yeah, you could. There's so many scenarios this is exactly like. Um, Wouldn't so, it though? Yeah, wait, that's a good question. Would it erase nine eleven? <laughs> The way I've invented it, no. But I guess if you want to give a scenario so where you've invented else a box that happened. would invent 9-11, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Everything still happened. It's like the end of when they bring all the characters back in Endgame and the world has still happened, but they are bringing them all back. It's just that the, that life has changed and now they are going to have to adapt to what's happened in five years. Okay. Um, okay. So the, tw- the <laughs> twin towers are still gone, but is the Tower of Terror there? <laughs> Oh, but no, yeah, the Tower of no. Terror will be You're gone. Before Tower before, of Terror, this is right before. Okay, well, this isn't my the question for me. I will let Jason okay, answer. The Tower of Terror is there. being built. You can see it. It's not open yet, and it won't open. <laughs> Why won't it open? <laughs> There's an it's issue with fall the, over. It's gonna well, no, there would be an issue with building it, and then it kind of gets stuck, and it's like kind of like that target on Sunset. Ugh. It's just gonna be like that for a while. I kind of well, but that also means there's now going to be dozens of vloggers who are like, "What up, fam? We're going to get Big Macs a Burger Invasion, and That's we're going right. to eat them That's on right. the machines." The dinosaur at with the sunglasses is back. The dinosaur with the sunglasses is back. I bought sunglasses there once. Okay. Stop avoiding the question. Yeah, what do you think? I, no, I don't think so. At the very least, Ew. for Guardians and the giant candy bar. 
uh, <laughs> that I, I, I got to give another chance to the giant candy bar. Wait a minute. Do you not like the giant candy bar? Well, we Give eat it, it the chance. first. His, his list of we, things that he wanted to retain had something that then you're now you're qualifying. Well, I still got to give it another chance. We ate it like the the third I, day was open very quickly. Everyone wearing masks outdoors. We barely got a table. I thought that was really good. The big candy bar. I was really. I big thought fan it was a little hard. Like you were hard on all the food frozen. that day, and I don't know what was wrong. <laughs> Something seemed wrong. I mean, that some, day. Uh, but the food I had the second time was better. I think it was you on the day, though. It might have been me on the day, too. <laughs> and I don't know what it was. I'm just I mean, saying there was, was something a, off. I was just. It was a pretty rough rollout that first day. But when I yeah, when I eat when I eat the candy bar, I'm like, well, this is good. And then Jason's like, hmm, I don't know about this. A little too much. I think the karma was really pulling on my my molars. <laughs> So wait a minute. You your list of why you won't blow up the theme park is Guardians Mission Breakout, not Radiator Springs Racers, uh, and the promise of the big candy well, bar. Well, the promise of the big candy bar. The promise that you I didn't like, like and that pulled on your molars. The big plant based meatball. Um, uh, I love Guardian. You never know what song you're going to oh, get. No, no, I wasn't arguing. That one makes sense to me. After dark. That one makes sense to me. I wasn't arguing. If you're not bringing. It's just weird that Radiator Springs Those the Racers wasn't on yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, okay, okay. Uh, um. <laughs> okay, hold on. I hate to, I hate to do this. This episode's going to go long. Yeah, I we're not going to get to do this. We haven't even got to the sequence of scenes. Say you save it and you go back to California Adventure and you try that big candy bar again and it sucks shit. You hate it. I put the two buttons on the table at Pim Test Kitchen again. Do you hit the button to change it back? I don't think so. All right. All right. I don't think so because in 2001 there was also no um, churro toffee. And that's okay, pretty good. Well, that's, churro bark or whatever true. they call okay. it. Treats, Delicious. Treats have asked, saved the world in this <laughs> case. Saved. I just asked because you have said that you really you miss it. And I've never I've not heard that very much. That's the only reason I, I offer this scenario to you. I mean, it was just kind of fun to have a park to yourself. <laughs> it was just kind of all fun right, to all right. stretch out. That's you the only well, well, you need a button that just like, uh, you know, like uh, makes millions and millions of people disappear. Oh, okay. You need yeah. to Thanos a bunch of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just need to snap some. And they're, I'm sure they're fine people. You have nothing against them. But. So I'll throw the infinity glove down on the table at you with all the stones. And then you'll, you'll snap and get rid of most of the people <laughs> in California Adventure, which is what you're looking for. Oh. Can I use any of the other stones? Can I do anything else with the glove? No, you can just kill everybody. <laughs> I feel like Mike could stop. So, well, now, look, I was going to say we we're going to stop 9-11, but, we, but this itself is a much worse tragedy. Yeah, we already yeah, yeah. met it's so huge. many more Half people. The earth is this, gone. This, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, this dwarfs 9-11. Yeah, 9-11 yeah. is nothing now. Right. Um, okay, well, uh, that's fine. If you can do it or get with Professor Hogbottom and see if uh, he's got he has his own ti- He has his own special glove, but we don't have to get into that now. Yeah, yeah. No, we're building his IP. Slowly, we're, we're here to talk about Soren. Uh, um, okay, so, I mean, maybe we just got to... I'm just going to say it. just going to say it. War Burton. Let's make sure... We can talk about other stuff in the line yeah, if we yeah, want. Sure. But if, you know, or we can hem and haw about switchbacks. <laughs> museum we don't like or we can talk about the great the man (laughs) one of the great pre-shows question the best video the best video yeah that's uh well well you answer what do you think i'm trying to think yeah it's i might say top three sure uh, because i can't in good conscience not I, I don't know where I don't know if it's number one, 
But Back to the Future of the Ride had yeah. original Chris Lloyd as Doc Brown and original <clears throat> Thomas Wilson as Biff. Right. And they're being themselves and they got it and they nailed the tone of that. And it's so long. You get so much more of mm-hmm. them. Uh, it's hard to not say. Plus rules. Plus that had a lot of great rules too. This is a very good unfurling of rules. Yeah, yeah, for one sure. Of, like one of the classic just yeah. ways to get rules. I mean, I, yeah. I, is The Simpsons ride's frustrating sometimes. I think a lot, so much of that is was fun. Yes. Not that it's better necessarily. I'm just trying to think of. Mm-hmm. I'm almost like, well, this isn't fair. I mean, you got to group all videos together ultimately. But I'm like videos where a person says, yeah. welcome to this. Here's what you got to know. Yeah. Right. It's pretty yeah, good. It's pretty good. I wouldn't be mad at a number one placement, though. Yeah, I wouldn't be offended by that. Is any? I mean, does anything else strike you? Is I mean, is it just? <sighs> well, is like, it somehow just like original Star Tours or? Uh, yeah, original Star Tours is up there, but I feel like so much this ended up being more iconic in a way. Yeah, maybe. More There's something memorable. about that it stays that they didn't replace it when yeah. they changed it to World. Um, and there's something almost hypnotic about the that it's not. I consider when I think about it, I think it's funny, but it's not trying to be funny, right? Well, like a funny you. one would be uh, uh, maybe more. I, I, okay, you're right. It's that Patrick he is is always like his persona is funny. Yeah, yeah. But so I, I, what I was going to say, a, a funny a, something with like more actual jokes. You might honestly get tired of. It might be better the first time, but then you've kind of heard the jokes and then they're not fresh anymore. Yeah, um, something like this. It's kind of perfectly the line of like. Is it funny that the guy has mouse ears? It gets a laugh. I but it's not I don't get tired of it. The I would weirdly get tired of a better joke. I feel yeah. like the there's a lot of good what I'll I'll say is age 8 to 88 jokes, you know? Yeah. It kind of works for every age group. It's kind of evergreen. Mm-hmm. It's the sort of thing they try to manufacture and it just doesn't work as well. Yeah, but just when they were trying to do a straightforward ride uh, video with like some funny stuff here and there, mm-hmm. you know, some and he's just such a good performer. He yes. doesn't feel like he's fo- if this is his phoning it in. It's a great phoning it in, but I, I don't, don't think it yeah, is. I don't think it is either. No, I think he gives it his all. I think we've seen. Wait, recently we've seen. Uh, m- more popular actors mm. phoning it in yeah. in pre-ride video. This is I. Th- I think he is seizing this opportunity. I think he knows people are going to see this over and over again. Yeah, it's not just like what is this? I'll get this done. The closest um, thing to a joke in it is uh, these little beauties. Like yes. And then the kind of the the sort of Costanza esque man. Well, of course, who sadly this is another element of it is that this is coming off of Seinfeld. Yeah, and he's one of the funniest side characters on Seinfeld. He is a revelation in the they like all of them. Every character who gets to show up in the finale, all of the like greats, they all it's Seinfeld just had. They just hired the best people and gave them the best direction or lane to they it's all these like human cartoon characters yes and not in a way where they're like sitcom broad crazy they're just like 
it just everybody makes big bold choices and it's so often it's people you haven't seen a thousand times before that so him and maybe the closest number two john o'hurley is peterman yeah both like i just remember being a kid and watching these and like who are these guys i don't ever want to stop seeing these people in yeah oh yeah yeah the side characters on that show are unbelievable and like they even figured like putty's almost like i feel like he has a late Seinfeld renaissance in a lot of ways because he was on an episode where he was a little scarier. That's mm-hmm. his first episode. Oh, and like he maybe like he was he felt a little specific, and then they had to yeah. find a way to like how do we keep you? How do we not make him this like you know because soup Nazi they could only use once exactly really. yes. But how do we keep this guy in the fold? But you know when he's at the late uh, the car dealership, that's a great episode. Uh, the eight ball jacket. Those are the last two seasons, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, which, you know, I still really like those last two seasons, but they're a little bit different. He's some of the best of, you start thinking, like, you know, towards the end it's getting weaker, but then Putty does some good stuff yes. and you're, uh, you're back on board. Yeah. There there was, um, on AEW, they had the eight ball jacket, didn't they? Didn't Daddy Magic Matt Menard, wasn't he wearing oh, the eight ball jacket? Yeah, yeah. We, and as soon as he walked on screen at it, I started <laughs> laughing just seeing the eight ball jacket again. Yeah. Just remembering the Seinfeld, just, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The devil one. I think that's so great. That Yeah. And then the sign, what the, uh, when they're on the, her and, uh, he and Elena are on the long plane ride oh yes and he's just like staring straight because he's <laughs> vacant he's the dumbest guy everyone talks about like uh uh carrie's boyfriends on sex in the city oh there's aiden oh there's mr pig but like elaine's boyfriends i mean putty's got to be number one with a bullet right yeah yes. oh yeah and other sure. other great ones there's there's a oh, ton yeah. of great keith hernandez mm-hmm. sure. sure but Toby yeah. huss says the whiz Oh, the Wiz? Very <laughs> strong. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking about the Wiz the other Toby day. Toby Huss, a guy very similar to um, Patrick Warburton, just like good in everything. Always excited to yeah. see Toby Huss. Oh, and him, you like you start to calculate. He was the from Pete and Pete, and he's, from, he's this yeah. voice in King of the Hill. And he, like, he's from Pete insane. and Pete, King of the Hill, and Halt and Catch Fire. Like, those three fire. alone, anyone would be like... A feather in your, your hat on that, yeah. On that, uh, yeah. The one performance, little, yeah. yeah. Hey, Toby Huss fan club here, for yeah. sure. War, but Patrick Warburton, he had what? He was on a sitcom where he was like a lead for a while that I've never seen so. before. I don't think anybody got more heat off of Seinfeld than Warburton because you end up like well, Wayne Knight. He was on Third Rock. Oh, sure. And yeah. then moving. Well, Park. he's also getting work before sort of Seinfeld too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely one of the again top three side characters that gets the actor gets a lot of work coming off of it. Sure, but I think like you're just you're you're living in. I loved him on Seinfeld, and I'm not like sick of him ever. And it's like every time you see him, you're just so happy to see him because yeah. of the memories. Uh huh. Absolutely. Of the good times. But then he brings it in everything new yeah. too. Uh, brings it in this. He's great in this. Let's briefly talk about the alternate universe where it mm. was potentially not him. They were talking about who to do this with, and they needed a, uh, well, you know, he defines himself as chief flight attendant, but there was, you know, maybe, I don't know if they were thinking it's more pilot or we're just aiming for somebody associated with planes, with mm-hmm. an interest in planes. This was only recently revealed a couple years ago by, I forget which Imagineer on Twitter, Travolta <laughs> is who they were going wow. for. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recent I little leak from the Imagineering Brain Trust. I wouldn't have been mad. 
Yeah. It would have yeah. been weirder. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely. Real weird. Well, especially because one of the things about it, I mean, I think, there, I think there were multiple obstacles in the way, but one of them was that I think he was interested. There were discussions, but I don't know. And I don't know what he was, movie he was filming at the time, but he had uh, some odd little soul patch. Oh, of course. Or he has it in. Uh, Is that Swordfish? Maybe. Yeah, he has that in Swordfish. And I'm trying to remember what his facial hair is in Old Dogs. Old Dogs is later. It's, but it's like 2005? Oh, that's with every little step. Battlefield Earth is before this? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Think. No, I was wrong. He, the thing, the problem was that he grew his hair into giant, thick dreadlocks <laughs> that he could not cut. Um, and he had surgery on his eyes to transform them like mostly pure white. <laughs> well, yeah. He was shooting in oh, the soundstage next door. He's like, can I, can I just come over? And they're like, can you... Um, Is there any chance Can of, we clean you up? You're going to have to CGI it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, uh, I was, what, when would they have shot this? 2000-ish zone? Um, yeah, I think maybe. I, it was getting down show, there, I think, Now we show like were. this, and this is how he talks yeah, like this. Kind now, of like it's that kind of like that. It's like a male share a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Where they were crunching a little bit. It wasn't fully there, where you had, like, that vo- kind of vocal fry kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're getting swordfish, Travolta. You're getting... You're getting, still, you're, getting, you're getting squint. You're getting, like, head shaking. Yeah. And, you're, like, two or three years after face-off, mm-hmm. which is good. Which I'm not saying... I that just saw that. Tra- okay, that oh, was that the first time you ever saw it? No, it just, it's been a while. Oh, I love face-off. Oh, boy. It came in right in the middle. Perfect hotel room movie. That's oh, exactly what you want. Oh, the greatest hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're very lucky. I know that we were. Uh, face-off um, 2 coming soon, I think. What? Is what? Right? what? Is John Woo back? What are you talking about? Face-off 2, I believe, is being written by the guy who did that Godzilla Kong movie. I could be wrong. Okay. I don't know if it's Greenlit. Are green they going to be in it, though? I believe that's I the mean, they're bu- are they? Is, are either, either of them, are oh, they well, gettable? They're too busy. They're too busy. <laughs> uh, face-off 2, yeah. There, it is. Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, man. That's the only one. I mean, it, look, it depends on the... It's, it's a tough bar. The direction's got to be as good or January, as crazy, but... Oh, January the guy, 6th was the two update. guys are crazier now. Yeah, Face-Off 2 is coming, and Nicolas Cage's description of the plot sounds wild. Uh, this is from January. He says, I think Face-Off sequel uh, is a sequel that lends itself to a lot of twists and turns and unpredictability. Well, you got a turn and a twist right away, because, spoiler, skip ahead, spoiler, <laughs> Nicolas Cage dies. So how is there Caster possibly... Caster Troy uh, dies? Yeah, Caster like, Troy can come back with yeah, a name like that. Right. What am I saying? Have you, you ever seen Face Off? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Boy, yeah. Just to make sure. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, guess, I don't know if it's like green, but they've... There's, they assign that. I think the guy, yeah, Godzilla Kong, uh, Adam Wingard, who we talked about before, because he said he based some stuff from the Godzilla Kong movie on Back to the Future, The Ride. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, there's well, some shots in there. I like Godzilla or Kong. Yeah, I did too. It's all about director, though. That director's got to be nuts. Maybe he'll direct nuts. it. Maybe he's directing it. Not that I, I... I don't know if John Woo is nuts, but he made it nuts. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Is this a job for Bay? Does it have to be a Bay? <laughs> <laughs> is it mm-hmm. too... that small potatoes for Bay? I'm not sure. Winger, maybe he's... Maybe Adam is doing I'm not sure. I don't know. It sounds like it's not fully ready to go sure sure but it's um, like they i think he's right he got paid probably to write it okay well so, that's exciting oh, we're on please. the way okay 70 year old travolta the, usually i'm not on board usually a, a, a way past its prime sequel i'm but those they're gonna be so much crazier it has to be in yes it has to be insane <laughs> <laughs> neither both of them have had uh both of them are less tethered to reality 
seemingly yes, that's what we want did you ever watch when i we should i've we've talked about just doing is there some second gate that's all travolta stuff but yes for sure did you ever watch when he travolta does like a big hide and seek with a youtuber did i send you guys that i don't think i've ago? seen that no no i'm hide. i have to find where i can hide <laughs> i don't know i've not seen this really long bizarre yeah why is it him that it that it's him is not really acknowledged he's, he's just one of eight people hide and seeking in a 20 minute long He's no, doing musical commercials with the it. Scrubs guys. Am I remembering oh, that's that right? right. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Enjoyed that. Yeah, my stuff's all going to be just him and Pitbull. Oh, sure. If we do that, yeah. Well, let's do this. This sounds yeah, good. Yeah, sure. All right, Travolta oddities. Sounds great. Uh, um, okay, but we got war. But I think it was that they, they were like, they needed a backup. They started thinking, who mm-hmm. else do we do? And Emperor's new groove had just happened. Mm-hmm. And he's the scene stealer of that. That launches yeah. a, He's like, he's seen stealing on TV. And then now he's seen stealing in movies. And uh, well, what a time. It felt like a real, you, you were, you're really seeing a movement happen. I yes. think. Oh, yeah. So much Warburton. Oh, yeah. I love odd person to suddenly be seeing all the time out of nowhere. It is an odd energy, a specific energy. Uh, uh, Always loved him. So great. Chisha, the the bad guy in that, she should be walking around Oogie Boogie Bash. Who should? uh, From Emperor's New Group. Earth the Kit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. They got Mm -hmm. some fun. They got that Judge. We've all seen that Judge Doom clip. Judge Doom, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a fun little scary thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. gonna go? We've never gone to one of those. I know because always. I think it's sold out uh, immediately. <laughs> yes, we have an annual pass. You're like, I'm gonna pay 140 dollars on top of the annual pass. And I can't even go the full day. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can if you annual pass, you could go. And you wouldn't day, get me out of those street trails. Well, I we gotta send. Sir, you the one children of need to get through. We're running out of candy. Hey, Maybe buddy, I got a whole <laughs> box of hefty bags here. You fill them faster, and I'll move. <laughs> Maybe next year we'll make a, send you to one of these so we can get you on the treat trail. Can we yeah. I'll call a shot next year? You agree to that? Um, oh, that's part of the GoFundMe. All right. Yeah. He needs a we just have to remember in July and August, someone has to wake up and get I'll in the it. virtual yeah, I'll queue. Do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Because they sell out within yeah, I'll minutes. Do it. I mean, we'll, all yes. three of us will go, but we need to see. We need to see you get on that treat trail. It's going to be all about sure. Spotlight's going to be on you. Yes, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. I any moments that we like of this video, especially I think he he okay a couple he gives it he really gives it his all with the, a, very, a very his specific manner of delivery with that big like hello hello a big a big hello. brassy hello yeah yeah so you're off to the races there yeah and then I really like this kind of a moment of like it's it's kind of a beat you kind of get a little air he's not rushing into it he uh, I think he's dealt with. Uh, the either the kid or the um, the mouse ears guy, and then kind of like turn pause. Soon you will be airborne. That's a nice moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The I mean, kid I moment when he tells the kid, like, does he say "great job, buddy" or "great job, pal"? Nice work, pal. Nice, nice, work. Work, pal. nice work, pal. If Patrick Warburton said "nice work, pal" to me, oh boy, that that might be like Mike getting a thumbs up from Optimus Prime. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, the trusted figure of uh, Chief Flight Attendant Patrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have to bring up that I can't not bring up. I cannot make it about me for a minute. I did. I got to live in the fantasy camp of this video mm. and of interacting with Patrick Warburton because probably the height of my funnier die career and the thing I was gunning to make happen as soon as I got in there. I mean, I have 
access to higher budgets and celebrities, there is something I want to do so badly, and that is a fake pre-ride video mm -hmm. for a roller coaster that doesn't exist. And it took months to get this thing together. Uh, if you can imagine having to, like, I just, I need a uh, roller coaster car that actually moves and that can go along a track and stop in place. And it's Western themed, so it does need to be uh, wooden. Mm -hmm. So course, therefore, yeah. extremely heavy. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we need to find a ranch to do it. This is just like, <laughs> I am like, <laughs> yeah, I'm aiming high for this thing. And thus, we need the celebrity to justify. It was like, it's the funnier die was like the blockbuster system. Sure, we can release mm -hmm. more budget, but you need the star to justify it. And we were, we, you know, I'm surprised. I don't know if maybe we were talking about Travolta. I don't know. <laughs> there was a, there was talk of like. In order to justify doing this, it's got to be a degree of celebrity who, and we're, so we're talking about people who have no funny or die relationship, who probably don't want to make something like this, mm -hmm. aiming just like in, insanely high, and then like, oh, that'd be, and probably you can only get them for two hours or whatever. Anyway, so I start thinking about who's done funny or die videos? Who would, who would be down to come back and do another one? And I start looking in the archives, and there I see Patrick Warburton. I forget what he'd done before, but I thought, oh my God, I love that guy. Hero, he'd be so great it's got to be this like crazy cowboy giving you the rules he'd be great i said can it be him and they start reaching out to him and i swear i didn't somehow put together the math that he is this that he's in the oh, real wow, world really? i started the wheels on it just because i love him and because i thought maybe he'd That's do it crazy. if he's done funny before and then like oh my god and it's him it would be him from soren that'd be fully, so crazy that's wild i on some level you must have in the back of your mind yeah probably yeah he's it was it, I mean, it was it wasn't far away yeah yeah but i but let me just that just to attest That's how much crazy. I wanted to meet him and get his insane energy sure. in this thing. And then what a dream to get the news that he he's interested in doing it, but he wants to meet you guys first. Mm -hmm. And we're summoned to a, a Jerry's Deli in Encino, mm. me and producer Josh Martin. And we just get to have a lovely like lumberjack bread. I remember he did the like big old hash plate. He like ate how you, you would expect him to eat and talked how you'd expect him to talk. He has that thing the entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, clearly he's just like making sure we aren't crazy and making yeah. sure it's worth his while. But just that, that alone, like getting to have breakfast Yo, with man. this guy was fantastic. And he, we start talking, I'm talking shop. He brings up the thing and like, uh, it is great. It's a fun area. You know, I'm in a, a real one of these things and I'm like, Oh, I know. I know, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have no idea how much I know about <laughs> all of this. Um, but then we start, we get to talk about how he's proud of doing that thing. And he's proud mm -hmm. of, and that he just, he loves the theme park. He loves the Disney parks. And he, he said something along the lines of, that I won't forget with his intonation. Uh, well, you know, it's kind of a wimpy thing to say, but uh, there's magic in the air at that place. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, <laughs> great. Like retaining the machismo, he has yeah, to like yeah. Yeah, just so you know. I am a, uh, you know, I'm I'm a big strong guy, but uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you get kissed by a little Tinkerbell pixie dust. <laughs> yeah, it brings a tear to your eye. Um, so great. So I knew I was really off to the funny. races, and I got to make this thing, and I'm so proud of it. Listener, newer listeners, yeah, if we, if, 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 maybe it hasn't come up on the show in a while, but uh, Roller Coaster Safety with Patrick Warburton is on YouTube, or I can post mm -hmm. a clip or something. Uh, uh, but check it out. And I, f I feel like this video was like a 
calling card for me to like it probably let people know oh this guy who's putting videos out is a is a uh, theme park guy yes because i remember when i met doug jones the first time he's like that video you must actually like this stuff right like yes yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not a like shitting on theme parks right. kind of video i've seen a lot of this didn't this happen with uh, the season pass guys too or something was that a different oh, video well, they, that was a, a thrill when we're at, we were at knott's berry farm with them and yeah. they were because they know a lot of people in the industry and they right. said that they had seen it sent around by yeah. people who actually work on roller coasters right. and stuff and that they could tell it was a, a fellow traveler right right as it were um the other one i have to shout out just because i could not i do love this video so much and i was like when i got to make my tv show movie city i'm like i gotta get warburton again that was so fun mm-hmm. that was such a blast and knowing that i wrote into the script him saying this little beauty <laughs> And it was in there, and I don't know if he knew why he was saying it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he caught it. Yeah, yeah. But it was such a thrill to like uh, watch mad. him say that line. In that case, about a piece of the the Bermuda Triangle <laughs> that he had in an amulet on his, uh, or no, there was like a pin because he was like a decorated military guy. Right. Um. So let that be my. All, if all of that is not credibility of my love of this video and this aspect of Soren, that's great. And that was before he was on. Star Tours, right? When you made this, or no? Was it right after he was I there? Remember, oh, he told you that? Yes, during the shoot. That's he gave right. a little preview. Okay, okay. A little, so I'm not supposed to be talking about this. But, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good inside mm-hmm. information. That's and then it, And then it was confusing to go on it and kind of go, well, where is he? Yeah. I don't hear him. And it maybe takes a time or two to go, oh, that is maybe a little voice pitch up yep. on that one robot. It's pretty easy to miss. Yeah, yeah. the inflections, the way he says certain things, you can kind of catch it. It's just mm-hmm. that it's so good. His different speeds of it, because the way he, him on the ride is not the same as Putty, is not the same as It's all the same family of performance, yeah, yeah. but there's little that just, but that it basically has that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the big, you know, like breathiness. <sighs> I think he's an Adam West fan, is what I've, I believe I have. I think Makes he's striving for that kind of like. There's nothing. He's not. It's silliness, as silly as you can be, without like making a silly face. You know, it's all in. It's all in. It's it's the, it's the silliness of bravado, essentially. It's so fun. I mean, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about him when I'm saying this, but it's so. The the bravado always works when a lot of the, or it, not always, but it often works when the performer does also kind of have a little of it for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like uh-huh. your Shatners and your Adam West, both like know when they're being funny, but also do have it's legit in them. That's bravado a speed too. They can dial up. Like there's probably a more uh, sensitive, right, real person yeah. side, but then there's performance mode, and it has yeah. That, uh, so That's I feel like if, if bluster, it's it's awesome. It's always self-aware great. bravado ends up being yes that you right can that you can dial it. properly. Yeah, um, and in both of my Warburton experiences, he was uh, much uh, he did not shatner on me. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> if you recall us playing that clip. You. <laughs> was that second gate? That was second gate. Yeah, we played a Shatner uh, being mad at a voiceover <laughs> director, and he decimated this oh, man mentally. My God. Scarring. <laughs> so scarring. Um, okay. Well, anything else pre-ride? That, or do we start talking about scenes here? Uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 oh, wait. So. Oh, you know what? I mean, I always, I, I, I'm sure I've talked about this before, but I always, as a California native, I like that before 
Warburton appears. And it, this, I'm always a little frustrated in this part because you, maybe you've gotten caught in a line for a while, and maybe and you're. I'm excited to see the Warburton video. Mm-hmm. So I don't really like when I am like I'm getting close, but it's kind of a tease, and all I have to entertain me right now are the names of California cities flying by. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's a real mundaneness. Is it because there's one that I don't even know if this is actually where they filmed it, but there's one that they define as Camarillo. Yes. And if you're not from around here, um, or you've never been here, Camarillo is a, a kind of a mundane place. It's a place with an outlet mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a place with a, uh, a Marie calendars. Mm-hmm. I, I had All a good right, friend who lived there. I, I looked forward better. to. I don't think it's anything. Uh, yeah. uh, but it's you know it's it's what it uh, um, in in when some rides take you to Endor. Another, I guess, don't take you to Endor. <laughs> so, right, what's yeah. a, what, right, give me a real, what's a real one? Some um, rides take you to where? What's Jar Jar's planet? The Gungan City. Yeah, yeah. Some rides Naboo? take you to Gungan City, Naboo, and other yeah. rides take you to Camarillo, right? <laughs> a real oh, place sure. known for an outlet mall. For a yeah. while, it had the. Um, is it Cavalia, the horse show? With oh, the big were they tent? hosting Cavalia? Yeah, they had the big tent, the was, big was white tent. Was not Burbank hosting Cavalia? Burbank yeah. was hosting Cavalia by like the access roads and the railroad tracks. Sure. By the five, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, right, so that's good for Camarillo. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm not saying so, I've had good times in, in Camarillo. Love mm-hmm. gi- giant sprawling Edwards theaters. I miss those Edwards theaters for, oh, for, okay. the, with like the, the you know giant neon displays and they're loud because they're old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like any. There's a lot of those in Newport Beach. The, you find one, find a big one in Camarillo too. <laughs> the only thing that would make this bad, this part better is if it's like Buena Park and that came out at you. Yeah, and you get oh, to fly over there. Yeah, that's a good. Hmm. Yeah, what you're missing. I guess I'm plussing it up already. The greatest but. city in the. Uh, if you're a big fan of. Uh, the, the OC and you want to see uh, mm-hmm. Chino uh, the home of Ryan the main character yeah I want to see where Ryan's from uh-huh. <laughs> uh, well keep that in mind if anywhere if any, if you're in love with anywhere in California and you want to see it represented mm-hmm. uh, that Victor, would, that's a good Victorville. plus Victorville Victorville <laughs> <laughs> home of the steak and shake in the prison <laughs> is there a prison there yeah mm. San Bernardino Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see all the Amazon warehouses. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, and the, the kind of creepy original McDonald's. Oh yeah, and the, the Cracker Barrel by yeah. an easy off ramp. <laughs> so oh, if I you need a that, bathroom, I stopped at that Cracker Barrel on the way back from Vegas. Mm. And ate how was that? It's look, it's fun, <laughs> and it's nice cheap. To be there, and it's yeah. Good. I bought a sailor suit for my daughter. <laughs> I mm. okay. I know we got a lot to get through. I don't look. I don't want to accuse you of child abuse, uh-huh. but I don't. You didn't want to be in a little sailor suit when you were a kid. We've, ta- we've all talked about being embarrassed in little sailor suits, and here you are yeah. repeating the cycle. <laughs> well, look, it was. Well, cute, I don't know. His daughter might be a little boogie woogie bugle boy from Company B. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, uh, we haven't. She hasn't tried it on yet, though. Okay. Uh, this, I'm gonna. I'm, like, why don't we record you at your house next time and I, I sneak into a closet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If <laughs> you put guys, in a shredder. if y'all try to put it on her and she starts immediately screaming, you have to text us. Like, I think she's gonna like sailor it. suit is a no go. <laughs> yeah. I had two separate sailor suits. I have pictures in when I was. So is all. is two the line for you? Like, I'm only. It's only one. It's only one. You yeah. get one sailor suit. You get one sailor suit. That's the way I feel. Oh, look, it's Halloween. She's doing Stranger Things. She's doing the one season of Stranger yeah, yeah. Things. Christmas. <laughs> she works at the mall. The ice cream parlor. That's the other thing. I've never seen 
past one episode and i know the ice cream parlor and i know the kind of the monster one of our uh, baskin robbins here in burbank got turned into the sailor oh, ice cream parlor i remember scoops ahoy yeah what separates the sailor suit from other what's is there anything on the fanny well, what would be on the fan? What do you mean? Like uh, you're thinking of like, you're I'm, thinking I'm, of pajamas? I'm, I'm thinking of a, of a Simpsons. Uh, there, Lisa's shopping for embarrassing swimsuits with Marge, and uh, it's like there's a little starfish oh, on the fanny. Yeah, no, I don't think there's anything like that. That helps. Uh, that helps. It's not like a duck costume or anything with a little tail. <laughs> okay, okay. Although that would be cute too. Uh, let's not, not, go, let's not go over. I'm, I'm adjusting to this. Uh, you're trying to. T- you got to talk me into the sailor suit. Well, I shouldn't I, have I will, approval over those. We're, we're just too, concerned. We're too late in the episode for me to do my full speech on why the sailor suit is good. And I'll play the. I'll play like patriotic music under it too. <laughs> to separate, really drive home. Separate sailor suits episode. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we're there. Let's talk yeah, ride. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk sure. ride, baby. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't know that we even need to like go in order. Let's try no, to hit. No. Let's try to hit everything. But let's let's. Where's your Where's your heart in this? What's like when you think about specifically soaring over California, the original ride film? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to. You know, we'll save the discussion of what's better. Yeah. This or the other one. But um, what do you flash to when you like when you think about loving the California one? Well, I think in terms of vibes, mm-hmm. the best vibes are the. I'm just reading off of Wikipedia. The Redwood Creek, the people kayaking through the wet Redwood Creek, you're flying over them. Yeah, absolutely. That's the first I think that it gets. It starts grand with Golden Gate Bridge. Yes. Um, and you feel grand because you feel like you're in the full house opening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Despite the music being yeah. different. Uh, but then that's the first that we get serene. And you're also yes. really impressed that how much you're able to sink into the creek. Like, you don't you don't yeah. really know the mechanism this is being shot. It's now like, whoa, we're getting pretty low. We're getting pretty, pretty close to those guys. And it was probably a pain in the ass to film that in 2000. Now we got these tiny drones. You can fly through anything. Sure. CGI can finish the rest. They were know. still doing helicopters, though, for Soaring Over the World. Look like it. That's I, think, true. I feel like you might need to for uh, stability. I mean, yeah. we that's we can also talk about. We can talk scenes, but we should talk technically about it. It does seem like because helicopter footage can be uh, uh, awful. That's like you think yeah. you think footage in a helicopter is going to be compelling uh, automatically, but it can be very shaky. And I'm sure. And, and these are like this. These have to. This, the second one had to shoot 8K imagery, so that's like yeah. You need a you need a weighty uh, piece of machinery. So yeah, uh, um, yeah that, that, that rig's got to be real. Steady. Well, eight IMAX cameras circa 2000 are probably massive. That's, oh I, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I said like as if 8K as if you need a bigger camera to shoot 8K. That's how it works. You need an 8K yeah. size camera, but you're right the originals were probably bigger clunkier yeah. uh, uh what did they shoot on was it film or was it some early digital back then do we know that oh that's a good question i know I that the, I it was that. projecting in imax so it was originally the movie was projected in film okay um and then they switched over to digital a hmm. year or two before uh sort of the world upgraded here and there they but i remember when it was like okay now the picture is going to be digital and i remember going on it and it was a little clearer they were shot at imax um, hd originally which implies digital okay i think but it looks fantastic uh, interesting um, yeah, yeah it does have some of the warmth i would associate with film yeah maybe mm-hmm. the lenses are nice at least I, I could be wrong though on the film but thing. shooting shooting all that like in kind of like the monterey bay of like coastline yeah like that is a risk to fly over those rocks and the breaking waves and all the animals 
Sure. Yes. Um, Vibes I, are good there too. Vibes are also good at the hang gliding in Yosemite. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of the nature stuff is pretty spectacular. Yeah. And all of them, or I'm pulling some of this from Theme Park Tourist. They had some stories about the logistics of shooting this thing, which you, you know, you're, you're lost in the ride. You're not thinking about what it took to put it together. But those, some of those are some of the most uh, biggest pains in the ass to do. That part of Yosemite, there had not been an airborne vehicle there in nearly 50 years. Wow. Oh, wow. So yeah. The clearance on this stuff. It is took him, I did read that. It took him forever to like negotiate some of this. Like yeah, working with over. the parks and the whatever yeah. their rules are, which are probably very specific, being like protected uh, yeah. lands. And the last plane that was in here was some crop duster asshole who got lost <laughs> in like a well, Cessna. Well, he didn't have a permit. He didn't have a permit. He was just drunk. And it was Harrison yeah. Ford. Playing <laughs> 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 well, a crop duster. Drinking moonshine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a big X bottle. Yeah. Um, Monterey. The super blue one, that's how I think of it. That is a marine life sanctuary, so it took years to clear, and there's a boat that's visible in the shot, and that's not just for production value. The boat was, like, making sure that Mm -hmm. animals were... Making sure animals weren't getting disturbed by the helicopters flying by. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is, like, pretty unprecedented... Um, you know, Star Tours was models and later digital. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to go to a moon and deal with the local ordinances of the moon mm-hmm. to shoot the stuff. Yes, very true. So I really appreciate what they had to do to do this thing. The other one, the the desert one with the the flyby, the flyby from the jets. Yes. Yeah. That's the most insane one because... Okay, a research team. Okay, they did. They made Disney hire archaeologists <laughs> to mm-hmm. make sure that any artifacts were not getting or, or bones. Right, I don't right. know uh, uh, to make sure that nothing was getting disturbed in that area, uh, in the, just in the area that you're shooting, which is four square miles. And what that actually meant was dusting. So. Four square miles had to be dusted. Oh, wow. wow. I didn't read that. Yeah. That's nuts. That's so tedious and crazy. This mm-hmm. is what they did for us. This is what they did to, to make us entertained. And nowadays, uh, the Walt Disney Company is using money like that for um, $330,000 crisis P- uh, PR people. <laughs> and you know whoever they're going to hire is going to be these scariest motherfucker you've ever met and fucking ray donovan getting hired <laughs> but it's all gonna work out that scary ray donovan guy is gonna make everybody think that Iger's nice again yeah mm-hmm. somehow you're like is that josh brolin or Liev schreiber <laughs> is is it really them are they moonlighting <laughs> I'm terrified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll undo months of bad PR for Disney. Yeah. <laughs> months and months of public opinion being cemented. I don't know what the... I would, I would like to see the pitch meetings of how does the, how does the AMPTP... A very good question. Oh, the winning. pitch decks. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I think whatever delusion we're imagining in those meetings, it's 50 times worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you'd be like, look, just quit. Like, guys, you lost. <laughs> we lost. Why don't you just accept it? I The the story alone of, is it Zaslov on Oprah's boat? And they were going to watch an episode of Fleabag? And they 
like he had a fucking breakdown because there was sex scene in it. And it's like, what is wrong with you? I, I think you've said this before, and I hope I'm not going to look into it, but I hope it's right. No, I, th- I think so. I th- is he I like these? Well, is he like the millennials who are like posting about sex? There's no shouldn't be a sex. Scene well, that's in another type of brain okay. worm. Zazlov this is, is a different. A different type of square. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. We need to show he's cool by associating him with those very online millennials. Yeah, who yeah. Wanna, yeah. He want he wants to get rid of sex because it's Maybe, cool to yeah. get rid of sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what's some other? Okay. Okay. Oh, wait. Uh, okay. Uh, good. Well, all right. So we know the erector's set story. Yeah, sure. I do. feel like the urban legend about this is yes. that when they fly over the Palm Springs golf course. Yes. It's Michael Eisner hitting the golf ball. I don't ball. think that's an urban legend. Well, well, this is why do you say that, Mike? Because I read it somewhere today. Mm, uh-huh. Oh, you guys were where friends? though? Where though? Oh Mike? no, is it like the fans? <laughs> because I... people on the message boards oh, is there dispute? From twenty <laughs> years dispute. ago are losing their goddamn minds. Oh shit! <laughs> and okay, the the uh, what I read it being associated as, and I don't know if it's real or kayfabe. Is that Eisner was on a Larry King show. I don't know if it's the podcast or the CNN show, uh, but he was promoting his book Camp, mm-hmm. and he mentions, like, well, my cameo in Soren. Mm-hmm. But then there's other posts where people are like, oh, no, he wasn't. That's a stuntman. He wasn't available that day. Uh-huh. Well, I don't think we need to be a stunt man. I think he just swings. <laughs> there was golf a lot clubs, of talk but... about stunt performers. <laughs> I guess well, that, so my beef is with those commenters. I maybe, don't know. Than, I don't know. Wow. I'm just asking. Maybe it's questions. a physical action on camera. It has wow, to be a stunt man. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I well, fan. I don't know. I don't look. I've certain. I've said that out loud. I'm yeah. sure a lot of people listening have said it out loud. I've never put it under the microscope, but we pick Soren as the top as, as the topic. I start putting it under the microscope. I start because Very, I want to. No, you're right. If we're going to say it. We want to know that it's real, and you're right. I start looking, and it's a lot. It's very divisive. It's very Nobody divisive. on these message boards. Can Some agree. people well, were saying I went on a Disney tour. The tour guide said it. Interesting. So this is one of okay. the most. I feel like I've seen this a lot. Heard it a lot. Yes. More so than the, if we can't talk about the fans, now, that's too much to talk about. But like I've heard it more for sure than the fans. Yes, the fans. Was, mind, the fans was, was new fact. to me, and it probably hit my ear. Where if you haven't heard that episode, we discussed whether some of the the speed of Space Mountain is simulated by cold air being blown on you by fans. And, and we've been we we put it out to the you know and you know what I feel like I haven't been proved. I I say that's bunk. I say there are no fans. I haven't been proven definitively right but i haven't been proven officially wrong no one, either no one no has one been proven right or wrong a couple, no. i've seen many interesting theories about the fans mm-hmm. that would put it closer to jason being right but no one seems to have the definitive what do you, t- what do you mean you H- put it closer to jason i haven't seen that that's not how well, i some perceive people it. have an idea of like it's not fans in the traditional but like vents near work sort of the start yeah, of the ride systems come into play okay. my memory starts coming to play like i'm just saying i it's feel cool. like colair is being blown yeah, on I'm me. not actually saying like I just mean I've seen theories that are go okay well that's a type of fan and it's mm-hmm. in a different place than I would think versus what we were talking about the giant might be industrial fans a little more in the yes I th- I believe I believe we can rule out that there are like this ride has this ride does have fans yes blowing yes, at giant you. fans yes. yeah and that's part of the it's part of the simulation and that's what blows the sense on you too um but I, I think we can rule out like 
fans air cannons because that's easy. You just watch the you watch the lights yeah. on video. You don't see that there. So you know, I'm not trying to reopen there. I'm just trying to keep the ball of, in the air because I right. do want somebody to definitively prove this uh, right or wrong. Well, yeah, I we are. I I am waiting to bashfully take my mouse ears off. Uh, little beauties. But I'm also waiting to confidently put my seatbelt through that middle strap, which I think the first few times I rode it, I did too, because I'm like, well, I'm smaller. It confused me. I know. I was like, do yeah. I need to? Yeah, I've watched the video a bunch of times, and then I'm still like, do I have to do the strap? <laughs> um, well, all right. If, if, I believe there were other terms to that wager, but if you end up being right, I will say, nice work, pal. Oh, and that's you, good. Oh, that's that's good. from me. And now I know you you want to hear Damn. that. It's not but not as good as work. This is like but. this, is, and 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 we will do this eventually. I just want to quickly address this. This is like the story of the Hemisphere Dancer, and yes, rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, uh, yes. uh, we don't have time uh, we, for that either. But you're right. Yeah, we will get to a big. It's a bummer. It might not happen immediately, but we will get to a big. Episode. I think tribute. we are building to. I think we yes. all know eventually um, where it's going. Where we will properly do our Buffett. We don't yes. want to jam something out. Of course, uh, uh, we want to do it with love and respect. Uh huh. Take but, our time. Uh, so this feels come. similar to uh, something about the Hemisphere Dancer about who was actually on the plane. Sure. There's a lot. I've been down message board rabbit holes. Is was Jimmy on the plane when? the incident happened where they were shot at by the Jamaican government. Yes. So we will get into all that later, but this is, I, I, I'm upset with myself for not being more suspicious now because mm-hmm. you're really? about, this, about, about point, the Eisner issue, about the Eisner issue, because yes, that, that was theme park fact in my head. And now I'm thinking, does he think, is he even addressing it as like the character Michael Eisner appears in the ride what does that mean? Basically, well, this, meaning like, he doesn't K-fade? have to. Like he doesn't yes. appear. Okay. Basically, in the narrative of the ride, Michael Eisner appears, but he was not there that day for some reason. Well, my argument there would be that makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> if, if that's the case, Eisner's out of his fucking mind. That character is me. The golfer is me. It's possible because it's put him not in a loony a, bin for still, that. It's being filmed. People know they're being filmed. Those people, the golfers knew what was mm-hmm. going on. So he could be trying to say, that's me as a character. That's my character. You can't see his face. So I've never <laughs> seen the evidence that he is insane. I would <laughs> I say we something. Have a little Look, bit. not that kind of insane. <laughs> okay, all right. Look, since I've been Rich seven, insane, I've not- been uh, destroying my mind with comic book logic. In the last few years, I've been destroying my mind more with wrestling logic. So my brain is just soup at this what point. What if Michael Eisner had his face removed and replaced <laughs> with another CEO? His face came off. Off. <laughs> and <laughs> then he appeared oh, there with a different face. Don't go golfing, face. not with my face. Had, I hate golf. No, don't do it. He had a different face that day, and it's his body and his brain, but not different face. There was face. that weird couple of years where Caster Troy was the head of Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice Eisner's body looked like there's different dimensions all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, I have my argument for why I don't think this is Michael Eisner is twofold. Mm. One is he is a busy man. Yeah. This shoot, we have now just talked about some of the coordination that it took to put this shoot together. And I'll say a couple other things about that. Um, okay, the rock climbers in, in the Yosemite yes. scene. Uh, they they had that that all took six hours. They had to hang off of the rocks and reset and go up and down for six hours. Something I something I read said, <laughs> which is funny. Something was like these were not candid shots. 
<laughs> I was really? like, okay, I didn't think we they didn't, didn't just go start shoot whatever. It's yeah. cinema verite. Uh, I was like, I don't, I don't <laughs> get what we get. That was not um, I no assume. much coordination. The uh, now, granted, this is harder to get than um, somebody swinging a golf club. However, yeah. um, there's another thing about the desert sequence with the it's the flyby from the Thunderbirds. Um, and I, I forget what where that d- desert is. I think the name is uh, Anza Borrego. Um, so the helicopter is going through the Anza Borrego desert. Um, the Thunderbirds to arrive at that point when they do. Right. They took off from Nellis Air Force Base near Las Vegas, nearly 200 miles Jeez. away. So it's like yeah, yeah. action. We go these this amount of feet. You travel from Vegas to here. Yeah. So this is the level of coordination, and and you know I think every one of these shots is a full day endeavor. Uh, it's it, it's crazy to do. There's a lot of people to coordinate in this thing. Now I'll give you that maybe this was done with stand-ins, and then Mr. Eisner were ready for you, but. He's a busy guy. I mean, maybe he's vacationing Palm, a, there. Maybe he's in Palm Springs or it's Palm Indio specific. Course. Like actually, yeah. I did it, but um, so, so maybe yeah, he I would have to be there already, or they were they drive him out there mm-hmm. for a full day of this. And maybe he's getting work done. He's on the or he's on a vacation, and then they just slide him in right before. I'll give you that, but Possible. it seems it seems complicated. And think about look, the guy does like to be on camera. We know this. He loves camera. We've yeah. seen many, many clips of this, but those shots are all a uh, you know, a close and a and oh, a two shot. This. Hello, I'm Michael Eisner and it's oh. done feet from his office. Um, is he really going to hang around to be a dot that he barely takes credit for? Uh, like it, as opposed to introducing himself as the chairman of the Walt Disney Company but, within a close-up, sh- you know, which, where it's very clear. Yeah, go ahead. But he knows these rides can last for decades. Sure. And decades. And the other thing is Palm Springs as a small airport, which you can fly Burbank to Palm mm. Springs. I'm assuming that's a 30-minute flight. Could be. Maybe so less. maybe he was in his office. They had him back uh, back in the office for a conference call at the end of the day. Well, let me go back to the thing I said that confused everyone. Uh, <laughs> what if they said to him, it would be really fun if you were the golfer in Palm Springs. That would be really... And he goes, yeah, great. I love that. I've never really done it on a ride. Blah, blah, blah. It's great. Mm. So then they're sort of logistically explaining to him how long it takes. He's going, this is going to take forever. Who gives it? And they're like, well, you know what? They're not going to really be able to see your face. And he goes, all right, well, uh, my wife will get a polo shirt out of my closet. <laughs> Let's just throw it on a kid, a PA, and they'll do the golf swing. And we'll say, I, I did it. We'll Breck, say, I, it's me. We'll say, Breck it's me. will do the swing. <laughs> And like it's his clothes. Technically, okay. he's not on this there. This makes more sense than you than him creating a fictional character, and but that is that is uh, like that is. It's his a more practical way to explain the same thing. Yes, you're right. It's a more reasonable. Let's just way. get a me esque guy. Yeah, and I'll say it's me, mm-hmm. and that's fun because I'm a little cameo like Alfred Hitchcock or something. Guess so. Yeah, it's yeah. possible. Maybe it's I'll give that. You that. Maybe it's, it's possible. That. It's a strange answer, but it's it's I I guess I buy it. Yeah, um, that, that's a theory. Well, but. my my other thing is that, like, I feel like by the year 2000, they're like, all right, we're bailing out water on this California adventure shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Eisner's spending most of his time picking out carpet samples for the hotel, <laughs> you know, and the hotel is terrific, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, the area is adjacent to the hotel. 
pretty nice. Mm-hmm. So you're saying he doesn't have time because he's picking out carpet samples? Well, I feel like everyone's just losing. Like, the movies aren't making the money they want them it's to not make. It's certainly the golden the age of shows. his tenure at the company. But that yeah. seems like a time where you don't want to go deal with the hassle of being in the ride. Yeah. And where, you like, and where you know, you, you got busy. Yeah, maybe you don't want to be a face in it at this point. I don't yeah. know. Although then he's uh, in Did the special. <laughs> in, so, the, in the Disney War Book, everyone talks, like, everyone hated the abc merger okay they're like why are we doing this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know as opposed to all other mergers which have been good for everyone oh sure rare dark merger do you think anyone pitched a different thing like all right michael you're gonna fly by in the jet you're gonna have to learn how to fly the jet and we're gonna you're gonna turn your head and go hello just as the jet goes by Or he's one of the climbers, or like, was there ever a, a I think pitch on in the table? a hot air balloon basket would be more oh, realistic. Oh, yes. that's great, because they just re-waves, yeah. And waves. that's the hidden Mickey in the ride, which we Gets don't Gets a long about. weekend in Napa out of it. I think you should have had him be, we didn't talk about this, the hang glider. When you do see an actual <laughs> hang glider in Yosemite, yeah. and it's one of the complaints about uh, the world's version is the CGI, yes. but there is some CGI that is undoubtedly a digital yes. hang glider. So why not go further with it? Why not have him spin around and say, hello, I'm Michael Eisner. <laughs> In full suit. He's not even Chairman of the Walt Disney Company and today chairman of uh, hang the sky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Can I present one more argument go for on. why I don't believe go that, that it is him? Okay, Jason, you alluded at the beginning of this to um, the, the most plausible source on this is that maybe he said it well, I was on a radio show, maybe. Maybe it was Larry King. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found him on Larry King in 2004, and you can search the transcript. So I searched, and Soren did come up, and I lit up. Perhaps this could be it, but instead what it was is a caller, because Larry King took callers, mm-hmm. and it is a caller shockingly saying uh hey i just want to say i agree with what roy disney has said and i don't think that you have a wow. full day park in california adventure whoa the only thing we liked was soren uh, over america got the title wrong <laughs> uh, uh and uh, saying falsehoods to our our, our hero uh but he like but, but said, or a woman i think complained on the phone that's crazy um and he goes right into kind of pitch mode and says well you know we have tower of terror uh, ma'am have you been on tower of terror in florida I think she hung up. Okay, she hung up. But anyway, Tower of Terror is one of the most popular rides, and it's coming. So he goes into defense mm-hmm. mode. Something he does not say is, well, you know, Soren, actually, it's interesting. I'm the golfer in uh, Soren. Mm-hmm. He doesn't bring it up there. Then I thought, this is not it, because the uh, another thing that message board person said is he was promoting his book, Camp. This yeah. was, uh, the camp was not, the now bestseller classic Camp about his days in summer camp was not out yet. So <laughs> oh, I we got to do an episode of a camp. We're going to have to read Camp at some point. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, camp better, better is not very one. long, and I think the library uh, lending app has the audio book, but I think it's abridged. Okay. So I don't know what they We need cut. the full version. What? How dare they? Oh, that's we like censoring. That's like when Blockbuster would edit the videos for content and like cut the sex and violence. That's uh, that's that's akin to book Was burning. That don't fuck with camp. Yeah, don't fuck with camp. <laughs> uh, um, but. Um, I started looking for when was he promoting the book Camp, and he did make an appearance promoting Camp mm. on the Charlie Rose show oh. just post his tenure. Ah. So a lot of the discussion is that he is out of the company, and he's also trying to put a good face on that. It's actually better. It's better that this <laughs> happened. Uh, uh, so he's in that mode while uh-huh. also selling his now classic book Camp. Um, but so, you know, I'm not finding... Soren is not mentioned in that transcript. I'm not finding what I need there. But strangely, what does come up 
is golf. There's a discussion of golf mm. and how do you relax? So what are you going to do now? Are you going to golf? And he says, uh, well, my problem is I think golf should be 13 holes. He gets tired of golfing. He doesn't. And Charlie Rose responds, you don't like golf? I don't like the last five holes. It's too long, so I can't play golf. Charlie Rose comes back to it a minute later. You don't even play golf. I used to play golf twice. Uh, now, I loved writing this book. He changes the subject. So I say to this, why is he in a scene as a golfer when it's not something that he even likes to do? Why well, would he take the time to, if, why would he do this sport that he abhors At first on he does camera? say he likes the first 13 holes. I guess so, but, but, but another then thing, says, like, then he kind perhaps of you, uh, let me submit this into evidence. What hole was this scene filmed on, on the uh, Arnold Palmer designed PGA West <laughs> course in Indio? What hole? Why, it's a par four, and it is hole 16. <laughs> Do you think he played the whole hole? <laughs> that was part of the timing of the whole thing, is he had to play the hole and get a 16 as the helicopter swooped in. Maybe it's why, maybe if Charlie Rose had let him keep talking, uh, or if he, maybe they were getting towards the end of the hour, and he said, you know, I don't like it because, you know, you're waiting around, it takes forever, you have to wait for the helicopter to go by, it takes hours, they tell you it's only going to be a minute, but then they got to mm-hmm. do other takes. Uh, you know, frankly, because of the IMAX camera, I just don't like playing golf. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just said, you know, the biggest in my head, probably in all of our heads, we're thinking it. I that makes sense. Eisner's a CEO. CEO's golf. It's yeah. a cheeky little thing that he's. Well, why doesn't the golfer be? Uh, why isn't the golfer Eisner? But he does not. He does not. But we know hockey is his sport. He might be in a hockey scene, but why is he golfing? If he it could like also golf? be though a little joke. We know Michael doesn't like to golf, so he's the golfer that hits the hits the drive. Well, you would have to be a deep Eisner fan, as we are from the vantage point of 2023, because <laughs> yeah. he had not yet publicly announced his distaste for golf on the Charlie Rose show in 2005. He needs to do the show. There's so many questions that keep cropping up. And, it's, and none of them will be about anything serious. No. This is what he needs to understand. No. They will all be about his acting. <laughs> we want to do an Inside the Actor studio with Michael Eisner. It's just like, is he in the video? Yes, acting wise and like what was it like to act with mickey mouse and yeah yeah just in camp half of it'll be about camp mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so once we've done that episode once we fall in love with his book camp yeah it's gonna be all about camp. partners his other book about creative partnerships yeah we'll Sounds do like it. A, boy see nobody writes better books than ceos oh boy. <laughs> maybe maybe former presidents but uh, besides that's a second to ceos oh they're all normal <laughs> and they're all chill Mm. Anyway, I don't think I've definitively proved it. And let me just say, you have good, I would good rather. You have good evidence. You have good evidence. Uh, it's pretty good evidence. I didn't expect to find that the transcript of the Charlie Rose interview. Um, I would love to be proven wrong because it's better. It's more fun to think. Yeah. Was it? Was I happier when I was when I was going on the ride and thinking, you know, that's Michael Eisner. And now here I am. Now I've become like this Bill Maher skeptic oh, of the yeah. show. Now, like you really believe? You believe? You're a thinking person, and you think that Michael Eisner plays golf no, in the Soren ride? No, this is good. This is good. The fan thing, I think, has really lit this under you, and I think this is mm-hmm. good because this is. Again, accepted fact. I accepted it as fact. And maybe we need to reevaluate a lot of things we think we know 
about theme park and well, theme okay. park that's rides. That's what this is. About, that's what this is about. Thinking yeah. deeper, thinking harder, thinking more clearly. Uh, right, which is why we need to go back and do Indiana Jones <laughs> again oh, before we and get. It's time <laughs> to we go clear. We gotta. Start. We need to go clear we on Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> gotta clear out some Thetans ASAP. Um, I I will say one thing I've I've found uh, out that seems to be a certainty. The the music, the music on Soren terrific. Uh, but one thing, however, is certain: the uh, music terrific. is fantastic. Toes <laughs> must be tapped. Extra, the, extra. <laughs> the guy who did the score, Jerry Goldsmith. Jerry Goldsmith, this fucking guy's a legend. Uh, he's a peace, legend. Jerry Goldsmith. Tora, 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 Patton. List them. Alien. Older guys. Cure Jason on. Confidential. The Mummy. You're not even getting to my favorite of all of them. Gremlins and Gremlins 2. That's a good one. Those are good too, but no. We're talking Star Trek First Contact. Well, he did the like the main motion picture, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we know is the movie theme. Yes, this guy did so much. Like, I. I guess John Williams probably still wins, but like this is a close yeah. second, I think, even as far as iconic stuff and really. Planet cool. of the Apes, you throw that in. Planet of no. the Apes. Iconic. And the, here's an erector set story. The first time he went on the ride, he came down on. It was crying, he was in tears. And he said his father was a pilot who loved everything about California, and he would do anything to be a part of this ride. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. He also, I believe, said because it meant so much to him, uh, he would have done it for free. Um, I'm pretty certain he did not do it for free. Because yeah. I believe we got to hang out with the person who brokered the deal, Richard Kraft, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Disney collector. Um, yeah, yeah. So I well, think, fi- think he wouldn't, I think he did not allow free to be. Acting, uh, if you act in a ride video, you make nothing. You make like a well group. with something to ask Eisner. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you I got to like, do it. I need a I need a two hundred dollar bonus. <laughs> sure, I made thirty meal, mil this year, but meal penalty. I've been here a long time. <laughs> Trying uh, to get uh, on the SAG health insurance, it's better. <laughs> you know, yeah, only twenty percent. Twenty percent. CEO's guild isn't so good. I'm wearing my own slacks, it's an extra fifty dollar bump. <laughs> it's dry cleaning. Feet. Wear and tear on these shoes. I had to wear golf spikes. <laughs> That's gonna a spe- special equipment. The no shoes don't count. Stunt performer bump. Three hundred dollars. Golf is a stunt. Flew. Golf is stunts. I hate golf, so it's a stunt to do it. Uh, uh, so I'm completely lost my train of thought. Uh, uh, acting in a video is uh, nothing. You don't make anything, and then mm-hmm. you don't make residuals. But music in the park, I've heard, and I don't know if it was from him. I think no. I think it was. I think well, somewhere I heard you have to sort at a certain point you have to count the amount of times a song even plays in the park and it it's all goes through whatever wow. so negotiation boy when legal. you were Huey Lewis in Back to the Future the ride era yeah oh man yeah. breaking it in and yeah uh, I hope the news got in on that too the Michael Jackson estate when do the Bartman plays at Universal yes uh, so yeah I think you make I think you make your money if you have a song playing yeah yeah park. well I think other of his scores were playing in that there are some of the oh, film right, scores yeah. in that uh, in the line mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? It's not his only theme park money because 
I didn't realize Jerry Goldsmith, the Universal Fanfare. Oh right, bum, right, bum, right. Bum, sure. This guy, bum, 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 this guy but maybe this guy beats John Williams. No, heresy. <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't want to speak ill of the dead. Jerry Goldsmith passed away three years after doing this, uh, yeah. this score, but uh, not, not quite. Because come on, Indiana okay, Jones, e. Star Wars, you're done. Star Wars, or the Star Trek First Contact theme. Well, that's Let's you have be to be. Honest. You have to view things from a certain lens. Yeah, first con for first contact specifically yeah. outside of the other Star Treks to be what right. pops for you. Um, but incredible. Uh, uh, very great work. And so much of what holds the whole thing together. Right? That's so much of the heart of it and the yes. majesty. It's doing ha almost half the, the work. I'm not saying the rest of it's not doing all the work and it wouldn't be fun, but mm -hmm. it does so much of the work of the five, obviously, because it's just, just such a good piece of music. And um, goes a long way into making it mom's favorite ride. Other uh, other senses, sense, literal, sense. blasting you with yeah. sense that yeah. I feel like okay, are very. By memorable. the way, you know what? I, I'm going to propose this I, just so we're not Russian. Uh, uh, I think a little California can leak into world. I don't know when yeah. we're going to oh, do yeah. world, but just, don't feel like you got to like jam it all in. Well, we can talk about sense right now because I got I was gonna... some really weird flying theater stuff. Okay, I so learned we'll about the that. other format of flying theater. That's a perfect thing to do. Well, yes, that's I we're going to cover the other the fake ones too, and the fake ones fit perfectly into the other one. Yeah. Unless that's it, we, we might discover that's its own episode too. It's I don't very know. Possible. I, I have a lot of uh, information. Here's a tease. I've got a lot of information about the USS John C. Stennis, the aircraft carrier oh, sure. in the San Diego sequence. So Stennis heads, we aren't forgetting about you. Yeah, it'll come later. Okay. But anyway, don't f feel free to. What were you going to say? I was just going to say we I, we skipped over before we talked about like the Malibu and the coast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is the best in my mind. At the end, towards the end. Yes. You mean? Yeah. My number one, my favorite percent. part of it. Absolutely. That is just like, that is the most gorgeous pink. It is so yes. relaxing, um, like getting so dim. It's got to be like the dimmest that you can still be shooting and you can barely see the waves and you could barely see the surfers, yes. but the, the sound is so calming. That's my favorite part of the music. It's like rippling. It's magic by that point. Yeah. And you also, not to be, not to make it about me again, we did skip over me and what I do with my legs on the ride. Oh yeah, we did. I stretch out because then, I'm usually doing this towards the end of the day and I'm usually doing it with some wine. wine. Yeah. This is a perfect, it's the wine tasting mm -hmm. uh, of rides. Uh, um, so, you know, I want that to kick in, especially for this Malibu sequence. And yes. at the end of a long theme park day, I've been walking and walking and walking and I have very tense calves in general. I don't know if I've opened up about that on the show. They get real tense. They're pretty meaty if you ever get a look at them. So I ride my bike a lot. Uh, uh, meaty calves. I got them from my dad. Can you do a little more Warburton on that one? Uh, meaty calves. I got them from my dad. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah they're, no, they're fucking bricks. Scott's got meaty calves. My hamstrings are dog shit. Just totally shot doing physical therapy. Um, yours are Which milk. I've heard other podcasts. Patrick Vaughan talking. Re, uh, past guests also. Uh, I messaged him because... 
oh, what a time to be alive. They were talking about their ailments, physical therapy. And I was like, that makes me feel a lot better. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. More podcasters connecting over leg ailments. Over yeah. leg ailments. Um, and look, Scott's meaty leg muscles. Checking, well, look, I stress, you stretch them out. Oh, and man. It's, and you know what? Yeah, that's kind of the only like muscular part of my body. <laughs> exactly <laughs> the same as my dad. So anyway, they're, they're tense by the end of that day. And it's, it's exactly at that part that I give them just a big old stretch as no, far as they can go. And then I feel better. And it's the best place to be doing it um i feel so peaceful at that specific yeah. part of the ride here's the thing okay this is a maybe a larger conversation so i hate to do it but it's an interesting mm. i think it's interesting and if it's not tell me to fuck off there's sometimes when we've been on these board, rides board fuck <laughs> off <laughs> <laughs> all right let me finish the thought all right all right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, all right. Say, uh, no it's okay it's okay I, i'm comfortable with it uh sometimes you know when you go on these rides a lot and and you get uh, I would say sometimes even you're tired, you're there, and maybe this is more in our younger days when we were there more often. You go on a ride that's a classic ride, you love it, and there would be necessary, the magic sometimes would be a little bit gone for part of the experience Mm -hmm. in the sense that like, okay, yeah, I'm on whatever. I've been on Haunted Mansion a ton of times on it again, but I think there's always a moment in almost all these rides where it's impossible for the magic not to hit you a little bit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh-huh. like sometimes you're just there and you've been there forever and everything is just fresh and it's good again. And then sometimes you're on things and it feels a little sleepier and you're not getting the spark you want. But this Malibu, using this as an example, this Malibu scene on Soren always gets the magic in my brain. That right. always, that's the perfect time. I've never not felt that feeling that feels special in that part. And I would be interested to know on all of the rides if there's kind of a moment that actually like rips you from reality back into the It always hits. Yes. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, I think one thing in Soren's favor, this ride is nearly five minutes. It's like, I think I saw four minutes, 51 seconds thrown around. That is long. That's a pretty long ride. Yeah. You get to really escape. And that's deep into the escape and yes. you're not anxious to get out of there right and it's kind of before it's sort of like a little bit of peace before the the grand finale mm-hmm. where it gets a little more active and, and bombastic uh and we'll take I me mean, we'll talk about those things later why not that's this is a pretty this is a good amount i think we got through a, it's a, a lot great of it. amount of yeah podcast. but now we now with now the other stuff can breathe and is this ride not about breathing yes. relaxing not yes. rushing uh, um, so that's perfect and no like I think you're right that moment always hits some moment always hits because yeah. uh, you know there's magic in the air there <laughs> you survive podcasts the ride uh, uh, I think right are we done we, let's just yeah, move I it all yeah. to I'm I fine with it. I love more. this policy isn't this better than like no 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 we're not gonna move on until well it's funny sometimes so it, it's not always yeah, better it's but funny sometimes show. but I love stretching I love doing the stretch yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I agree well I think I think we've had a, a, a moment here as nice as the Malibu yeah. sequence and now we get to we'll pick it up maybe it's not till 2024 we'll see what other business we have to do because uh, there's a lot of stuff coming we're getting we're getting uh, uh scary soon we're heading into haunt cast yeah uh but more rides coming your way now, oh, it won't yeah. be all rides look you know this podcast now it's not always gonna be rides. we also but... talked about rides in the vegas yeah, we, rides. Yes, we a thousand percent did some of the rides. weirdest like yes. we're disco- we're discovering rides yes. that could have been forgotten Please. so that's yes i know pish posh pish posh anyway thanks for soaring with us uh uh you, you know i and i'd like uh, <laughs> 
I was gonna, I was gonna demand like a round of applause, like you get at the end of of oh, yeah. the ride, because you always kind of get that. Because like I said, there's always newbies on right. it. But I just, we just kind of like we're mad at people, and now I'm not gonna tell them to clap for us. That's mm-hmm. not fair. But what you can do, find us on the socials at Podcast the Ride. Merch is available in our T Public store for three bonus episodes every month. Check out Podcast the Ride, the second gate. Uh, soon talking about perhaps Disney's first screen ride we're going way mm-hmm. back if this is the ultimate of them one yeah. of the ultimates of them where we're going back into the history on the second gate should be fun uh or one more bonus episode on our vip tier club three you'll find all of that at patreon.com slash podcast the ride um well yeah sorry uh disneyland we, will have to wait we, we, got, didn't, we didn't even talk about the finale no we didn't you're I gonna didn't. have to wait uh-huh sit it out disneyland that's fine <laughs> Not your time to shine. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty four. I think unless we unless we want to get to it sooner because we're feeling that sore. Hey, love. yeah, we didn't even talk about how it's <laughs> so weird that a ride at Disney World in Florida uh, for years and years ended at Disneyland in California. Yes, that know? it was a ride in Florida that takes you to California and specifically to Camarillo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll get there. Yep, soon. Okay, forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.